Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. Um, how did you just delegate that to James? You couldn't, like, add it to your own Google Calendar or He's something? He's an asshole. What do you mean? He's becoming a horrible or person. Or set, set an alarm on your phone. He delegates I, I everything could. to me and me and Jamie. If you, you delegate here, everything to me, I don't. Yeah, you don't do them, so don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> when I delegate stuff to you, nothing happens. You know what, Evan? If you were not Evan, and I wish I could be Evan. I wish I could be an Evan-like motherfucker <laughs> who's like people are like, "Could you do this for me, Evan?" Evan's like, "I'll see you later." <laughs> like, I, I just would love to be that person. Michael's like, he's like. Yeah, you remind me about it. Like, we try to help him be a better human being. He's like, just remind me later. Welcome back, everyone, to the IO panel, episode 14, recorded today, June 5th, 2016, approximately 8.25 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, or... Approximately zero twenty-five hours Zulu time. What? With me, I have, as always, Mr. Evan Neal. Evan, how you doing? Uh, como estas las biblioteca? Very good. Well, how do you say the library? That's great. And then, or whatever that you said, I don't I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as always, Mr. Brocious. Mr. Brocious, how you doing? I'm quite excellent, sir. It's another bright and sunny day uh, here. It's uh, wonderful. I don't know, man. It's great. I'm glad to be back. (laughs) All right. Anyone do anything uh, fun and exciting this weekend? Uh, I woke up at like 4 p.m. the last couple days. So I got some good sleep. How many hours? Oh man, at least eleven. Jeez. Yeah. Very. I nice. think so. Yeah. I feel like you've retrained your body. Like your body now violates all standards for basic humanity. You've retrained it that you like you cannot operate unless you have eleven hours of sleep. Yeah. I operate uh, on whatever whatever time they're at in India. That's that's my time. Oh boy. <laughs> that's like that TV show where the guy moves to India because all the jobs are in India. That was a great show, my man. Never saw it. Outsourced. There that was go. a movie, wasn't it? Or was it also a show? It was a movie and a show. I watched the movie. It was pretty good. The show was on Hulu, and it was quite good. Huh. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, speaking of that, Evan, on uh, Friday night, I did, uh, slash Saturday morning, I did the same thing. I think I went to sleep around 3, and I woke up at like 2 p.m. It's awesome, right? It was amazing. It feels fucking great. It does. Like, no alarms, you just, you're just comfortable, you wake up naturally, you're like, man, I love that. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a good feeling. I was a little yeah. shocked, honestly, because I haven't done that in a while, but. Yeah, <laughs> usually, like, just pass out and wake up in a panic. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? Who's pants are these? Why is there so much blood? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's usually how I wake up. That's my, that's my morning question. Why is there so much blood? 
Sounds about right. Yeah. <clears throat> Mr. James, how about you? You know anything fun and exciting this weekend? Um, Get 13 yeah, hours of sleep? No, no, no. I, I sleep for about six hours a night uh, on average. Um, <laughs> Before we move uh, too much off the sleep, I'm sorry to interrupt. You guys ever sleep so much you wake up tired? Yeah, from doing from doing nothing so long. Oh, it's great. <laughs> that's not that's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. That I shows enjoy that it. You're failing as a person. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not good. I enjoy it. There's a whole world out there of things to do and get done. So, um, no, I went to a funeral this weekend, not for someone I knew super well, so that was no problem. Uh, and uh, what else? Saw a movie. Fun times had by all, I guess. And so, yeah, absolutely, man. At, at the funeral, great. The guy at the the guy at the church told me he's like, "You should come to this church." I was like, <laughs> nah. He's like, "All the old people are dying. We're gonna have to close our doors." And that made me think. Actually, that's how I distracted myself during the funeral. Um, was uh, I was thinking about what churches could do to become relevant in 2016. Because if you think about it, a church is basically a bunch of old thought processes and old thoughts on how religion should be handled. And if religion is going to stay viable and and valuable in the future, you know, millennials will have to be made to care about it. You know, it it won't it won't it won't be enough that their parents took them and that's why they're there. You know what I mean? Like it won't be won't be enough anymore. Anyway, that's another topic for my new podcast. Let's talk about church. God is great. Um, yeah, God <laughs> is great. Um, anyway, yeah, that was what I did this weekend. It was a good weekend overall. Pretty chill. Uh, I'm sad it's over. Had some good drinks. Peach flavored whiskey. Um, so when you guys die, do you want to be buried or cremated? No. I, like, nope, you know what? None of the above. I, He's I like, I my, ain't dying. <laughs> look, I told Flash frozen and put on display in a museum. I told my girlfriend this weekend when we left the funeral, I said, if I die, I want you to cremate me. I said, I'll give you three choices. You can cremate me, okay, and spread me out in a fucking field somewhere because I really don't give a shit because I'll be dead. Or, correct, just for shits and giggles, put me in the cheapest coffin that you can purchase and have me have me tossed from the high, highway. <laughs> <laughs> tossed from a moving vehicle on the, onto the highway. Tossed from an overpass. And then walk No, that's it. In the cheapest, like, the, like, the, like, the casket should be made out of pallets. You know? Like it's just that, your body on a pallet shrink-wrapped? Basically, yeah. Like, the cheapest possible thing. You know? And I said, I want to be buried in that. If you insist on burying me. I was like, but otherwise, and I told her, I said, you know me, baby, I'm either zero or fucking 5,000, you know? So for me, I was like, if you're going to go all out, I want the best casket, and I don't want some regular shit. I want my casket to be black and white checked with neon green and the white checks, every other check, and a mathematical fucking shit. So people see that shit, and they're like, damn, yo, this is fly. Like, that's how I want people to see. And I don't want a regular funeral. I want, like, a party with barbecue and maybe they'll put some of me on the barbecue and everybody have a little piece of me inside them, you mm -hmm. know? Wow. So in death, you want to poison people to, people. Uh, to either <laughs> envy you immensely or not give a shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Very good. <clears throat> hmm. 
Yeah. I, uh, I've, I've thought about that myself, uh, you know, for myself and I'm like, yeah, I really don't give a shit cause I'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it won't matter. I told him, I was like, do whatever you want with me. Throw my body from the fucking, from the roof. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to be dead. <laughs> I'm going to be dead. It's not going like, to matter. Turn me into a, a riding scarecrow. Yeah. There you go. So the crows can pick away at you. Play one great final prank. You know, like maybe they toss you from a speeding car over the White House fence into the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be epic. People are like a body was found at the White House. Today. <laughs> a body was of one Michael Blower. You know, like, people were like whoa. Oh, it'd be great, man. <laughs> That's how you do it. You gotta leave my driver's license in in my pocket, so they actually your forehead, (laughs) so they know exactly who I am. Just tape it to your forehead, because at this point, like they're gonna be like, dude, somebody just like is an asshole. This is not like you know, we're not even pretending. If you want to get elaborate with it, um, before we toss your body over the White House fence, pull all your teeth so there's no dental records. Ooh, then. Take your driver's license and put it in your chest cavity through some surgery. Yes. So they'll find it when you when they do the autopsy. Hmm. And then put put in there. Put in there. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll put a little video screen. You know, we'll put a little video screen. Arduino hard drive. We'll gut clear those nasty lungs and heart out of there, and we'll just have that floating <laughs> around your chest cavity in ballistic gel. Yeah. And then we'll throw the whole thing off, and we'll have it with a lithium-ion battery so it plays Got Him! with a picture of Obama on a loop. It has Obama going like this, and like, Got Him! You know? And it's just playing that on a loop. So when they finally cut you open 36 hours later, they're like, Jesus Christ! You know? <laughs> what, can, can we implant in this ballistic gel, like, a marionette puppet of Vladimir Putin or something? Dude. Yes, we can. It's like we can't. Not only can we, we will. We will. So, Mike, let us know when you're you're done with this. We can execute the plan. No, you know what? Done with this whole life thing. thing. Podcast. Done with this podcast. Yeah. Michael, say goodbye. (laughs) No, look. Here's what you do, right? right? Every... It's worth it for a goof. 16 (laughs) frames... Right, Evan? Every, yeah. every 16 frames, you splice in a shirtless Putin. Yeah. That way, the mind fuck is even deeper, you know? That's mm. good times. Yeah. My mom always wanted to be cremated, and my dad wanted his body to be donated to science. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not letting someone cut you open. I care too much. And now I'm like, oh, that's kind of a good idea. I might do that myself. Let someone dissect the the menagerie that I've created and see what was really wrong. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll find something new and be like, Jesus Christ, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Neliotosis. <laughs> Look, you know what I've thought about? If I could find a way to afford it, like if I can live long enough to be rich enough to afford it, dude, launch me in space on terminal velocity and a trajectory going like out to deep space. In a fucking standard coffin or something like that, or in a hermetically sealed tube, Spock style, just launch me into space, dude. That'd be awesome. Like, hook, that'd be perfect. But when you're that dead. That way, an alien race finds me and interprets it as an insult to their kind, and they come <laughs> for us, you know, based upon my corpse. They're like, oh, this is horrible. This is a nightmare <laughs> they sent to us. <laughs> 
Oh, not not where you spent to send the best specimen possible, but no, I send the worst. No, you send the worst. <laughs> or people will see this as a the warning. Will see this and they'll be like, "Man, these humans are soft. <laughs> They're a mess. <laughs> they are ripe for the conquering." <laughs> That's right. You're going to say ripe for the culling. Oh, that too. <laughs> Did you guys see that uh, Independence Day? It's gonna. There's a new one coming out. Yeah, it looks like poop. I mean, it looks like the old one. No. <laughs> Isn't that Will Smith, dude? What the hell? That's true. It has like his son or something. I don't know. Quote unquote. It you know. Have his son. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. not his son, but his is it Harry Connick Jr.'s son? <laughs> no. Oh, it's, it's a black. It's definitely a black guy. I mean, yeah. it has some guy playing his. I guess the character of his son. Okay. Yeah. But like. Exactly. What are they gonna say? He died in a fucking freak fighter jet accident. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. They just hide the guy in there. Stop paying fucking Jeff Goldblum all that money. He's not worth it anymore. And then you know, give it to Will Smith. Like that movie's not Jeff the same Goldblum is a national treasure. Yeah, but he was only like a third of what made that movie great, as far as I'm concerned. And the other third was Brent Spiner. I was gonna uh, say who Bill, is back? Bill Bill Pullman. That's what I would oh. say. Bill Pullman. Not Randy Quaid? Bill Paxton? No. Randy no, Quaid was like the worst <laughs> in the world. I mean, I, I thought his character was just like, meh. You know, I was like, come on, you fight black planes, now you're fighting a fighter? Come on, dude. Suspension of disbelief, my man. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. But I, you know what? Okay, so while we're on this topic, I'm going to jump to my topic, one of my topics here. Because I realized something. In 2016, Hollywood realizes suspension of disbelief is a fucking thing. So... We all saw, I don't know if we all saw, uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Has anyone seen that? I have seen that. Yep. Okay. I also saw White House Down. White House Down's horrible. The same movie? <laughs> but, okay, same worse. movie. White House Down's fucking really bad. Yep. Okay. Um, White House Down is supposed to be funny, Worst right? black president ever seen. He's like wearing fucking Jordans. Get the fuck out of here. That's like saying, I'm a president, but I'm black. That's why I have Jordans, because I'm black. I'm like, come on, dude, please. <laughs> Like, can't he be like fucking like Obama? We have a black president, so you know what a black president would be like. It'd be a regular motherfucker, you know? Anywho, so that's my rant about that. But anyway, so Olympus Has Fallen was very good until the very end of the movie when they were like, they like they were like, we will blow up these nuclear missiles in their silos. And I was like, that won't do anything because that's not how nuclear missiles work, you know? <laughs> And I feel like everybody knows that. Like, I feel like that's an obvious fact. And people who don't shouldn't live anyway, you know? So I feel like they, like <laughs> movies and stuff have taught us. Pretty hard. I'm, I'm serious. Movies and stuff have taught us that that's, like, missiles don't work that way. You know? You can't, if you blow up a, a nuclear missile, a fucking, if you blow up a Minuteman missile in its tube, it's not going to be nuclear fallout all over Kansas. It's going to be like, oh, a missile blew up, you know, whatever. Because that's not how nuclear fission works. But what so if any- it is, and the movies have convinced you otherwise? Then we're idiots, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched fucking History Channel and all kinds of stuff like that to know. I watched non-fantasy stuff to, to, to know how it works. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. James so, is a nuclear, I'm sorry, nuclear philanthropist. Yeah, who uses coupons. Yeah. So, yes. anyway. So he knows what he's talking about, folks. In that In that movie, I thought, this is pretty good, except for this part, you know? Compare, especially compare it when you compare it with White House Down, which is like total Hollywood garbage, lowest common down. Like obviously somebody was like, "Oh shit, they're making this movie over Paramount. Let's make something just like it." 
Who cares? Throw a bunch of people in here. You know what I mean? They didn't give a fuck. Get Jamie uh, Foxx. Everyone loves him. Yeah, they're like, let's 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 one up them and make the president black. Get yeah. Jamie Foxx. That's why they did it. You know what I mean? It's obviously some trite bullshit. So London has fallen. I just saw that last night with my girlfriend. Holy guacamole. My God. It was so good. Okay? If you haven't seen it, treat your goddamn self. That thing's fucking great. Um there's some issues, some suspension of disbelief issues for me because I'm like a Nazi about certain things. Um, like for some reason, the helicopters certain must fly things. low and slalom through the fucking buildings. Mm. And I was like, no, go to like fucking t- like 10,000 feet. You know, you don't have to be at like 5,000 feet, you know, um, uh, there's certain things like that. But if you put that aside, the few small things, it's a very good movie. It's very well shot. The action scenes are amazing. What's the guy's name? Gerard Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Gerard Butler. I want to see him in action movies. Like from seeing that movie, I'm like, he's the action hero of the fucking 20, the 20 teens, man. He's fucking great. Like they need to build an action series either around the character from White House Down, like prequel series or a post series like Mitch Rapp. If you guys are familiar with you guys aren't, but I know other people might be familiar with the Mitch Rapp character from uh, a book series. Um, I can't think of the name of the series now, but Mitch Rapp is a character. He's a White House uh he protects the president and he gets into all these shenanigans. Um, could he be the next Bond? He could be, but I don't see him as a... I, I don't know Butler? if it's him or if it's the writing. Mm-hmm. You know? It might be the writing, it might be him, I'm not sure. But uh, I feel like this movie was really good. And I honestly think it was the writing and the direction. Because the movie itself was very good and Gerard Butler, he sells it. That's what he's good at. He's good at selling it. Could he be the next Bond? Maybe, but I don't think they'll cast him as next Bond. Bond is traditionally someone British. So, uh, or is Gerard? Bo- he's he's Australian or something, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, no, is he of- is he Scottish? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I think he's Scottish. So he could be the next Bond. It's very possible. Um, a Scottish Bond, bollocks, <laughs> bollocks, you cunt. There could um, only be one. In in. In in England, it's okay to call people cunts, by the way. Yeah, that's common. Um, it's very common. Cunts and twats. Yep. You mom. Yeah, he's twat. from Scotland. So, what's the premise? Like, Aaron this Eckhart is-, is in London with Gerard Butler. They're hanging out, and some shit goes down. No, the president of the prime minister of England dies in his sleep of a heart attack. So, of course, there's a huge state funeral, and all these. Presidents come from all over and prime ministers and whatnot. Um, without move, ruining the movie, basically, this is the first the beginning part of the movie is where this, the biggest suspension of disbelief flaws happen. It's like every president has to come in a different conveyance. You know, the German president's already there. She's standing in the hall in Buckingham Palace looking at the soldiers' march. Which they wouldn't do. I don't know why she would be doing that. She's like standing for like 15 minutes, like, la da da, this is great. You know, I don't know why she's doing that. Um, the Japanese president is stuck in traffic in a fucking infinity roadster with one guy and no uh, protection. <laughs> He's like stuck in traffic on, the bri- on some bridge. I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. The French prime minister, for some reason, he's like, I'm taking a boat. And he took a boat there. I don't know why. They try to rationalize it because I think even the, the writers had problems with it. So they wrote in this little uh, scene, pre, pre-scene pre bit, pre-action bit, where he's like, 
oh, I'm so glad that we took this boat. We're we're not, we're avoiding traffic, you know. And I was just like, okay, this is stupid, you know. Like, why? It's obviously a plot device to show all of these t- different methods of killing presidents, mm-hmm. you know, to make to to write these ingenious methods in. But even even so, a lot of the methods aren't ingenious. It's like we just blew something up, we blew something up, we blew something up. Like if basic security protocols that the United States president follows were followed, and I guarantee you, Japan and the French prime minister followed these pro- these things, they wouldn't have been killed. You know what I mean? Boat or not, or traffic or not. So that's kind of dumb. Uh, the way the Italian prime ministers killed, this is stupid. Like obviously at that point they were lazy. They were like. Have him on the roof of the fucking abbing the 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 abbey the the abbey the Windsor Abbey whatever it's called. He's on the roof with his girlfriend like jerk like looking out on the skyline, and then have a car bomb blow them up. Why not? You know what I mean? It's just like okay. So, but if you take all that and the way they attack the U.S. president is action packed and like okay, I'm gonna assume nobody knows anything about Stinger missiles. I don't. But I do know some basic concepts of how missiles work. So, and it's funny, okay? And I'm going to spoil this. I'm spoiling the movie. Uh, actually, I'm not spoiling. I'm only spoiling the beginning. So, when the president's plane, when Air Force One takes off from Andrews Air Force Base, they show it being being uh, escorted down the runway by Humvees on each side of it. That's something they do. Because they're like, someone could drive out from the middle of the runway and fucking ram into Air Force One and blow it up, you know? So, like, they got that, like, detail that most people won't know, hmm. you know? Like, nobody knows that. And if they didn't do that, nobody would care, you know? I wouldn't even have noticed it until I was like, why is there a Humvee trailing them, like, right next to the plane, like, speeding? He's speeding down the runway, trying to keep up with Air Force One. And they show it for, like, a 10-second little clip. And so it was, like, one of those little extra details they added in. That was like, okay, so they have done their work. They've studied to see how this how this presidential detail works. Um and the president is attacked, and they say they say, Okay, we're gonna go into the building. So they run the president to building, the pier the building someone shoots a grenade, like an M two oh three grenade la- grenade launcher, the guy shoots one of those into the front of the, the front of the building and it blows up rubble and stuff all over the place but they could have still run in the building and then someone closes the door in the president's face they're like oh close the door i was like that doesn't make any sense the president of the united states is out there on the steps they would have let him in even still everything i've ever heard about security details for the president of the united states indicates that he would they would get him in the car and be like let's get the fuck out of here they wouldn't be like let's go in this building they'd be like let's get out of here because the fucking the fucking um the president's limo is a fucking tank they take it they take the president's limo and and marine one marine two and marine three to every country this motherfucker goes to really in fucking ac-130s yes so and they had all that down you know, every plane, every time President Obama goes somewhere, they take three Black Hawks Marine helicopters with details. They take his fucking beast tank thing, anti-rocket, anti, anti-IED, anti-everything. You know, the thing weighs almost as much as a fucking Abrams tank. You know what I mean? They take it with him everywhere. So the plan is always get in the car. Okay. The other thing is the president always, I don't care where he fucking goes. He always has a vehicle in front and a vehicle in fact in, in, in back filled with arm to the fucking teeth 
like a quick reaction force, like four or five guys in this SUV, four or five guys in that SUV. Now, maybe that doesn't go in every country. I don't know. But I know in the U.S., that's how it is. I'm assuming in a friendly nation state like England, it would be the same, you know? So, but they try to play it off in the beginning of the thing. Like, in the beginning of the movie, when the president, when the prime minister dies, they're like, we're so shocked. We don't know what to do. Look, dude, okay? There is a plan for everything in the United States, okay? If a president dies, they have a plan for it. If the president is traveling to Japan, they say, what if he dies in Japan? Someone's written that plan, you yep. know? They have the same thing in England. They know if the prime minister dies, here's the people we call. Here's how we're going to do it. They know. They've planned it. So the fact that they're like, they, they hype it up. They're like, we don't know what to do. This thing's a clusterfuck. Oh, my God. Dicks are flying everywhere. You know, in the beginning of the movie, they want to create this artificial environment of confusion and like clusterfuckery. But the thing is, these countries got this shit down. Like they know they plan for the worst. So none of this stuff really could have happened. So they have to push you that take that entire movie and they push you past this like they just push you through that part to get to a point where you're like, okay, you got me. And they do that so well. Uh only a person who's like a geek about security and physical security and guns and missiles and shit would be like, that's not how the uh Sam that's not how a uh <laughs> a fucking uh what's it called locks on to a helicopter. That's not how it works. You know, like, so they have three Marine Corps helicopters. Marine Corps, Marine 3 gets shot down out of nowhere. That's not how that works. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay? Nobody gets shot down out of nowhere because missiles, a missile out of a stinger has worked one way and one moment only for the last, like, 30 years since we gave them to Al-Qaeda back when the Russians were fucking around over there. (laughs) They work one way, okay? They lock on using magic or heat or radio signals or whatever the fuck, but they lock on, and we know how to detect that signal. So that thing you hear in movies all the time, we're like, beep, 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 oh, shit, we got a lock. You know, those choppers are equipped with all that shit. So I'm watching the movie with my girlfriend, and my girlfriend probably hates my fucking guts because I'm watching the movie <laughs> with her. And the first helicopter gets blown up. I'm like, what the fuck? That's bullshit. They didn't get an alert. Nobody has, Nobody's... Fucking shit went off. So then another missile comes up, and I was like, "Why are you flying so low? Go get up in the atmosphere. Fucking get above fucking fucking two thousand feet, fuckface." You know. And I was like, "The missile's coming in. Must kill him." In. I was like, "Chaff, chaff, 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 chaff." And the guy's like, "Oh, let me fire chaff." I was like, oh, "Of course you're gonna fire fucking chaff." You know. So I'm losing my goddamn mind here. Over details that Joe Blow consumer would never know about or never care about. Like, they just like, whatever, you know. So, anyway, um, all those complaints that make me a total crazy person aside, I thought that um, London Has Fallen was one of the best action movies I've seen in a very long time. The action past this point, like, if you can get past this point that I just nitpick the fuck out of, you'll be like, this is a good movie. You know, I mean, Gerard Butler does all the regular stuff action heroes have done in movies for the last, like, since there's been action movies, which is, like, don't pick up the bad guys' weapons, don't pick up their body armor, only take the one gun you got and use that one. I mean, he does that stuff, but we kind of know (laughs) that action heroes do that, right? They don't, they never pick up anyone else's gun, Mm -hmm. they just run around with no gun, they, 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 they take the gun, they shoot it, they hit somebody with it, then they don't have a weapon for the rest of the movie. I mean, that's how action heroes work, right? 
once you're prepared for that stuff, which we all are, it's a good movie. Like, his scenes are great. They're shot brilliantly. There's this one scene that I think came out of, like, the game Mirror's Edge. Um, he's running down to scaffolding. And, I mean, obviously, Mirror's Edge came out, the new Mirror's Edge came out earlier than this movie. Like, past, like, since this movie came out. So they probably got that scene from this movie. But he's running down this scaffolding, and he jumps. And the camera, like, it's probably like a uh, a drone or something. The camera follows him, or a very elaborate rig. But he jumps, and he, he's in this crouched jump where his legs are tucked up high. And he jumps, and he's, like, floating through the air, jumping into this smoky abyss. And the camera fucking, like, whoo, follows him right through. And it is the most beautiful shot. I mean, it is amazing. The cinematography is amazing. It's so good. And they, they use some of the classic scenes, like, the very quiet gunshots kind of deals. And, you know, there's, like, crazy night vision scenes and stuff like that. Um, but it's a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, my girlfriend freaked the fuck out because she's absolutely insane. She's like, you killed my friend. <laughs> she's going like absolutely <laughs> ape shit. You know, but the movie was good. It, it really pulls you in. It draws your heartstrings. When you see one of the Secret Service agents die, you're like, fuck, they're friends. You know what I mean? Like you feel it. Like, And that's a sign of a movie that built characters properly. Because so many times you watch a movie and the characters aren't built properly. You don't care about that guy. You're like, who cares if he dies? He's a fucking red shirt. Like, you don't care. <laughs> you know? And you should care about every... These movies are designed to make you care about every American, every agent who dies. Like, And they did a great job. Um, so, yeah. I'm sorry I talked a long time about that movie. Uh, I'm about to talk about another one. I'm so sorry. Please <laughs> forgive me. Um, so, the other movie that I saw was 13 Hours. So, 13 Hours is about the whole Benghazi shenanigans. Uh, blame it on Hillary, apparently. Um, so, that movie has the guy from The Office in it, which is kind of a shock, because he's like this nerdy, like, hey, little, little, you know, like in The Office. But in this movie, this shows his true range of acting. He's such a good actor. And in that movie, he he's like, he plays this ex-Navy SEAL, and he does a great job at it. Like, you totally believe it. You totally believe in his skill. Um, they do a great job with, like, like a lot of times these movies have heroes' faces become dirty randomly. And you're like, why is his face dirty? You know, but because we associate dirt and muck with, like, having to go through action. So this movie does that. But the dirt and muck is for a reason. Like, oh, we were in this smoke-filled room and everything's fucking disgusting. You know, like... We touched our face. Oh, I can't breathe. You know what I mean? I'm throwing up because I've inhaled God knows what garbage smoke. Like, it's all this kind of crazy stuff going on. The action scenes are really good, really tense right off the bat. Like, in the first five minutes of the movie, I'm like, oh, they're going to kill him off. You know? <laughs> I really believe. I was like, he's going to die right here, and I'm not going to care about anybody else in this movie. Um, and then the people who you thought. See, I didn't know a lot about the, what happened in Benghazi. I didn't know who all got away. So I thought everybody died. So I kind of went into it thinking I'm going to care about these characters and then be very upset at the end when everyone gets fucking murked. But that's not what happened. You know, um, people did survive and some of the security people survived. So uh, the movie was good, though, man. Uh, definitely. I don't want to spoil it for people. I mean, that one, obviously, you can spoil it for yourself by reading the news. But <laughs> it was a great movie. It was well done, well delivered. It was like... 12 Dark 30 with less CIA bullshit 
and hours of tense action, and you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Oh my god, what's gonna happen? And you know, they they show it's like basically elite trained U.S. former operators. So they have three Marines working for them. Uh, it was three Marines, two SEALs, and one or two Rangers. And then like four or five Department of State guys. You know? So they had all these guys defending the, the facility and it was them versus like rabble. You know? <laughs> it was like rabble. And it was like a fucking shooting fish in a barrel. And they have no shame in showing you that. They're like, yeah, people are going to get fucking butt raped this entire movie. Prepare your butts. You know what I mean? Um, it was good. It was good. If you haven't seen it, treat yourself. That's another great one. 13 hours. And uh, Lennon Has Fallen. Very good movies. Go see him. Quick question. Yeah. Mike, did you just fall asleep? Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought I saw that. I was like, if James, if you look at the video, I saw this. Like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, look at this fucking guy. I saw oh. the eyes close and it was like starting to droop. It's like, <laughs> Ugh. All right, let me. I'll let you get a nap when I talk about Chromecast. No, I do have a question about the movie. Actually, yeah, good. Was it basically an action movie, or was it like? D- did you recognize like any political agenda kind of thing, or was just an act action movie? Um, that's why I didn't see the movie the first time. The, the the true and honest reason was because I was like, I don't want to see a movie that is either anti or for. Clinton, a Clinton or Republican agenda. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't go see it. This movie isn't like that at all. It's an action movie that in the end, they basically lay the facts out, or I don't want to call them facts because I don't know if it's facts. They lay their interpretation of the facts out for you. And really, when you walk away, you can't make an interpretation. Like they basically say, oh, we're understaffed here because the U.S. government uh, doesn't have enough money for to put gar- extra guards here, you know? And so you kind of walk away from the movie. You're like, you're like, oh, that's why. I work for the government. You all work for the government. You all know the government is very bad at hiring the people they need to hire for the things they need to do. You know? They yeah. hire, they overpay executives in GS-15s. And the people who fucking push the buttons and pull the triggers, they don't hire enough of them. So I totally get. Like, to me, what happened is nobody's fault except for the government being the government. And that's the way the movie lets you feel. It doesn't blame any one side. It does not push a political agenda. They don't mention any. They never mention Hillary or anything like that. There's no, like, Hillary was at the fucking place uh, teabagging, what's it called, when it's happened. You know, it's not like that, you know. She was eating Goldman Sachs' asshole out. You know, it's none of that. <laughs> okay. None of that, so. None of that, huh, really? Yeah, well, in uh, real life, there's some of that, but none yeah. of that in the movie. Nice. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. So, speaking of people uh, falling asleep at inopportune times, uh, James, you had a a story about... Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) So, this is is really quick. I promise I won't go on a long tirade with this one. Um, Basically, a guy with a Tesla... So, Tesla Model S, if you paid the extra $1,500 to upgrade the upgrade to the autopilot feature, which I think almost everybody did, they're like, yeah, I want that. Um then you got basically a feature that lets your car stop and start, make turn, not stop and start, but in a straight line or a highway, the car would go, follow traffic, 
not murder you and <laughs> slow down and stuff. It would it doesn't make decisions, it doesn't change lanes, but it will stay in that one lane for several for however long it needs to. Um so there's a video here and I'll let the video speak for itself. It's really hilarious. Michael, if you haven't seen the video, click on the video. <laughs> Watch the video. It's basically this guy. It's 22 seconds long, and he's in traffic, and they, they videotape him, and he is asleep. Like, he is knocked the fuck out, and his car is driving. And it is the most <laughs> hilarious thing I've ever seen. I just thought, like, man, talk about caught red-handed, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I think we would all do that at some point, whether on purpose or inadvertently. Yeah, and I think uh, we discussed this before the show. I mean, I, I told I told you guys I was like, I can't wait for a car to have this because I will get in it fucking trashed and be like, I'm driving to Tennessee, you know, and yeah. just pass out, you know what I mean, and just wake up in 13 hours or something. Like, I would have no problem doing that. So, well, I just saw the article here. It says that uh, they've updated the autopilot system now, so you have to have your hands on the on the wheel. Oh, well, that's easy to cheat. Yeah. Just Can you just, like, put, put your wrists on there or something? Yeah, you jam your hands in the cubby. You're like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> You know, that's it. And you got your hands wobbling around the thing. I mean, you can sleep like... Dude, I've slept in all kind of conditions. <laughs> Evan, that kind of reminds you of, you know... Like, you need a toe. I can find you a fucking toe, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much are the new Teslas going to be? Even though, aren't they, like, overcommitted? They're, like, 30, 33, 34 grand, something like that. Dude, how much was your truck? 30, with taxes and everything. 30, 31, 32. You're right there. I I think you you found your... LE LE or SE? SE. No, LE, sorry, LE. LE. Um, But the, the, the new Teslas, yeah, they're a little overextended. And it's funny you mention that because at the code conference, which we'll talk about a little bit later, just briefly, um, but uh, the code conference, uh, Nilay Patel, the guy who he is, because he's the founder, one of the founders of The Verge, he was at the code conference, which used to be called the RE Code Conference. Anyway, he was at the conference, and when they interviewed, when they gave the little open section where people could ask uh, Elon Musk a question, he asked him, he said, Will you be on time with the Tesla Model S's? Or not Model S's, Model whatever they are. Model 3's or whatever. 3, yeah. He's like, will the Model 3's be on time? And he was like, uh, yes. (laughs) And basically, if you listen to the Verge podcast, Neil Patel talks about it, he's like, he basically, he's like, for about what felt like 20 minutes, time stopped. And Elon Musk turned around, looked at me in the eye, and murdered me with his fucking eyes. Okay? <laughs> He's like, I may drop dead any day now, and it will be Elon Musk's fault because of the way he looked at me, uh, because he was so mad. And here's the thing. Tesla, Elon Musk, and his projects are traditionally late and behind schedule. This is a very normal thing. It happens all the time. It's quite frequent with these, what they think. He always overpromises and says, it'll be this date, and it's months later. Um... Do I have a problem with that? No, because when he does deliver, he delivers hard, fast, and frequently. So I don't have a problem with that. I think I think if you if you if you put down a thousand dollars on one of these cars, 
I'm not gonna walk out of the, if they if they say yeah we're gonna be two months late I'll be like okay, you know what I mean? Because you already you're already waiting like a couple years. Yeah, they're not getting these cars tomorrow. They put a thousand dollars down on the premise that they might get a car in three years, or that they will get a car in like two or three years. Mm-hmm. So, what's another couple months? Even if it's six months, I'll be like okay. You know what I mean? Because it's already been a couple of years, dude. Well, give me a break. Yeah. And they and, and so <laughs> Elon Musk's answer was he's like, "We're gonna be pins down on the design of the car in a week." I was like, "You haven't finished designing the car yet?" No, he hasn't finished designing the fucking car. <laughs> of course, he hasn't finished designing the fucking car. You know. But guess what? Teslas are amazing. They're fucking beautiful. You get in one. Apparently, you come immediately. You cream your fucking pants. Yep. Constantly. So, Constantly. So this is different from that other car. Is the other one out? Which one? Is it the the Gullwing doors and shit? Yeah, that's the Model X, I guess. Yeah, is that one out? Yeah, that one's been out. He said in the thing, if you watch the video, uh, Michael, if you're really interested in this, I know you're a car guy. So um, if you listen to this, to his little segment about the cars... um, he kind of talks about how the how the Goldwing doors and problem there was problems with the S. Basically, he says we know how to make a car now. We made a lot of mistakes in the past. We added a bunch of stuff we shouldn't have added. Model X has Goldwing doors and this that and the other thing. You know, we did a lot of things. We tried to you know try to jump out there and did a lot of weird stuff. Now we know how to make a car. We have the infrastructure. And actually, he says like they say, who's your competition? And he's like, they're like, Are, is Google your competition? And he's like, no. Um, cause Google's going to make a platform and give it to the world. So a company in India can make $300 electric vehicles. Like that's what they're going to do with it. That, that self-drive, they aren't going to make cars. Uh, he said, Apple is my competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Apple is years, at least 10 years behind us. He didn't say that, but I'm saying that Apple's probably at least 10 years behind them in infrastructure, knowledge base, technique, a car, you know what I mean? Apple doesn't have any of those things. Battery technology. Apple, battery technology, exactly. I mean, a- Apple could uh, buy all that stuff. A factory. But dude, they Apple buy could buy all factory. of that. They have all the money in the world. They do. They, do they? they absolutely do. No, they have, yes. they have a lot of money. They're the have richest tech company out there, at least. <laughs> but, but they literally they, have like $80 billion in the bank or something. No, yeah. So does do. Bill Gates. No. No. He, no, not that much. But... They they could buy all that stuff, but buying it all and making a car to compete with the Tesla, I mean, there's all kinds of strategic partnerships and things that have to be created. I mean, would Apple made. even want to do that? They, yes, they're gonna they're doing it. They've started a car division. It's on the DL, but they hired like people from Ford and a few other companies. They're going to be making cars. It's inevitable. It's happening. Give them two years, and they'll be talking about cars. Talking about it hardcore. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Yeah, they um, will, dude. People will buy. No, no. I mean, I, I believe you. I believe you that they will just start talking about cars and perhaps even making them. But who would want to buy an Apple car? Who would want to buy an Apple phone? James, don't start. <laughs> no, no. I mean, if we it's look about back, the experience, if we not look the quality. Back, if we look back pre pre iPod. And someone said Apple's going to start making phones. We'd be like, who would want to buy an Apple phone? That's what we'd say. But now, when you have an Apple phone, you like you like Evan said, it's an experience. You know, it's an experience. You pay for. I mean, there's there's certain reasons you have an Apple phone. 
you know? And if Apple can find a way to put their particular fashionable beauty on a car, they'll sell them. It doesn't even have to be a good car. Fuck, people fucking walking around with iPhones, and it's not even good. It's only okay. Um, <laughs> and I know you're just like, James, you hate Apple, da 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 I do hate Apple, but I will recognize that I the forgot, phones... they, they killed your father and raped your mother, I know. <laughs> Look, I'll say this. And Steve Jobs, he's still out there committing his crimes, so please let's not talk about that. There's still a case. Open. He faked his death. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, yeah. here's the thing, right? Apple. But I thought you were going to say Steve Jobs is still out there leaping from, from thing to thing, hoping that the next leap will be the leap home. <laughs> oh, Help me, Sam. <laughs> run, it, run it back, Evan. <laughs> um, no, Dickie look, says you have to whatever. No, no, look. no look, Apple Apple makes great devices. There's no lie. There's no, no, no lie in that. They absolutely do. The problem is, though, if you're a technical person like me, like I'll give you a great example. You know, I bought I had I bought a Chromecast many many weeks ago, and I had not set it up. So last night I set it up so me and my girlfriend could watch uh, London Has Fallen. It was so easy to set up, so easy to use. I was like, yeah, this is great. You know, so a coworker called me today, who works a coworker. She works with me. That's what coworkers do. So she called me today for tech support because mm-hmm. she's a horrible human being <laughs> on the fucking on fucking Sunday. And she asked me, she said, look, we got a Chromecast. We've had it. We've used it. It works. We want to watch this movie we bought on it. I said, OK, where'd you get the movie? iTunes. I said, hmm. I looked and I was like, yeah, it's impossible. You cannot do it. And I was like, there was like, she's like, you have to be able to do it. I was like, no, you can't. Unless you convert, you buy the movie, download it, convert it from the iTunes format into an M4, to M4V or MV4 or whatever, then you can watch it in the Chrome browser. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you cannot watch it from... And look, Apple treats Google products because Google's their competitor, because Google lo- Apple loves fucking silos. That's why I don't like Apple. Apple makes beautiful products that so are easy Google. to use, and they're perfect for idiots. No, they don't. Oh, you're right. I can watch uh, I can watch a uh, a Google a Google Play movie on my Apple TV. Oh, they do that no, because Apple did not. it to them. Well, there you go. <laughs> can you watch Google Play on Roku box? Yes, you can. Yeah, can you watch it on your Roku Xbox? Doesn't, doesn't have yes, you phone. fucking can. <laughs> okay, so everybody is wrong, but Apple. Is that what you're saying, Michael? Everybody's <laughs> no, wrong, but Apple. Obviously, no. I'm saying everybody's wrong. Okay. Look, look, Apple's whole policy is silos. It's been like that since Steve Jobs came back to the company. Okay, when he left Pixar or whatever the fuck he was, or Next Gen, whatever the company was called. When he left them and came back to Apple, he put everything in a silo. And he did it because the best way to build a product is to control it from beginning to end. Software, hardware, deployment, everything. The problem with that is, though, you're in a fucking silo. That's why I don't like Apple. Silos. And for Joe Blow user, for my friend who called me today, silos are fine. She doesn't even have a fucking computer, dude. They don't have a desktop or a laptop in their house. They have two iPads and two iPhones. That's their fucking life. Why do they have a Chromecast? (laughs) Who fucking knows? Because Because a Chromecast is like 30 bucks compared to whatever an Apple TV costs. That's yeah. the other problem with Apple. Everything costs a billion dollars. 
So anyway, I'm True. sorry. I'm not trying to rant, and, I, and, and I'm not trying to say that Apple's bad. It's not bad. It just the silos are killers, man. If you want something, if you want to build a solution out of many different things, a little bit of here, a little bit of there, you cannot do it with Apple in your life. That's the problem, man. And I think for any tech person, any person who like downloads torrents and uses Netflix and uses this, that, and the other thing, Apple's not going to help you. It's not going to be the tool for you unless you have a million workarounds established and a bunch of other hoops to jump through or you're a fucking programmer and you can make something yourself and by- bypass them all together. But James, Apple just works. You're right. It does just work. Like I said, it's perfect for my mom. My mom said she wanted a smartphone. I was like, go get an iPhone. <laughs> when she's like, I want a tablet. I was like, let's go get you an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I know who it's for. Like, it's for old ladies and people who don't want to fucking think about anything. And it like, you just want to push a button and it works. And you're absolutely right. It, it does just work. You know, but that's not a hallmark of fucking genius. That's the new Microsoft is what that is. Okay. In like 10 years, people are going to be like, you use Apple? Oh, my God. You're some kind of tool. They're going to look at fucking Tim, uh, Tim Smith or whatever his name is. They're going to look at him like the Steve, like the new Bill Gates. Remember Bill Gates? People were fucking throwing. Bill Gates is walking out of the fucking trade center or whatever. And the fucking guy throws a pie in his face in like 86. Because mm-hmm. they hated this motherfucker so much. That's what they're going to be doing to these fucking Apple motherfuckers, because Apple's going to become the new... You mean Microsoft. Tim Cook? Tim Cook, that's his name, yeah. Except Tim Cook's gay, and that automatically makes him cool. Because he's kind of cool. He seems like cool as shit. Like, I feel like I'd have a beer with Tim Cook, and he'd be like, yeah, what's up, bro? You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, it seems like a dope-ass dude to hang out with. Hmm. I don't know that I could gay. even... Pick like Tim Cook out of a fresh. out of a lineup. So. Yeah, you could. You'd be like, "Oh, I know that guy's face." Yeah, skinny, goofy white guy. That's Tim Cook or Bill yeah. Gates. Yeah, <laughs> I could pick out Johnny Ive out of a lineup, but not Who? not Tim Cook. Yeah, because he looks like a Johnny fucking Ive. <laughs> he looks like a pompous British chooch. <laughs> yeah, I have no that's, idea who that is. That's their main designer. Oh, and I guess the no, I guess no, not even the iPod. The the i the first Apple computer though the first round one right what's it called Michael the iMac the iMac he designed the iMac hmm. yeah if you ever watch one of his videos man like you know that is obviously you know highly produced and everything on the Apple website like whenever they release something new and they have Johnny Ive they're talking about it he's like he's like we took the product and we made it better we every corner is rounded <laughs> and it's machine just perfectly and we took the aluminium and blah 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 you know it's like this whole shit like honestly you watch it for five minutes you're like oh shit this is some real shit you know like, you're yeah. like wow it's like, like, how, like how much did this cost the company to <laughs> round the edges it was 18 billion dollars <laughs> yeah, it was nothing machine how can you put a price on this to china yeah to foxconn to have them you implement it in their line <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that rounds corners on titanium. Some craziness. Since <laughs> Apple basically makes all their money from like products and not services, uh, what if China like shut down? Well, it's both, production? isn't it? What do you mean? I mean, they sell music, they sell movies, they sell. Well, yeah, there's alternative Yeah, but you know the problem is Apple. I, oh, have you tried Apple Music? No. No. Okay. 
Well, I mean, if you anyone who's used iTunes knows that whatever Microsoft, whatever Apple is doing, I wouldn't call it selling. Okay, I would call it punishing or torturing. <laughs> it's not selling because iTunes has got to be the worst fucking software product since fucking Carmen Sandiego goes to fucking Pornhub. Okay, it's horrible. <laughs> All right, by Broader Boob Press. All right, is that it's a thing? So- no, I wish it was. <laughs> it's so horrible. iTunes is fucking gross. And that's my that's like how you interface with their devices. Like my mom called me, she's like, Ah, iTunes ate my stuff. I was like <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> and I was then like, of course up. it ate your stuff. It's horrible. See that's what you get, you dumb bitch? No. Michael, <laughs> you told me you told me, I think maybe last week or somebody we talked about it, or maybe I read it. Apple sent two engineers to a guy's house because iTunes deleted his entire music archive. I, it deleted all his music. Yeah, I don't know if we if we actually talked about that or not, but maybe I, we read I did it. Maybe, maybe I did I hear that. about that story on uh, another podcast uh, oh, yeah. a few weeks ago now. So yeah, it was it was a while back. But yeah. yeah, I mean, iTunes is fucking wretched, dude. They're coming out with Apple Music. I haven't seen it. I'm sure, I think it's out already, but I haven't seen it yet. Hopefully it's great, man. Hopefully it's a competitor. But I feel like Apple does not do software well. I think they do design well. They do. They do, They know how to make something that's easy to use. Whether it's easy to use on the back end, or it makes sense, or it functions with other products, that is not their concern. And for people who want interoperability... Apple's not the place. But for most people, they don't want that or need it or care or even understand what it means. So what would happen if you have a highway full of Teslas and Apple cars and Google platform cars made in other countries that, in theory, have to talk to each other to keep people safe? Would they work? Well, they hopefully someone would make a standard before that would happen. Yeah, but I feel like the Google cars would get where they need to go. The Teslas would get there very slowly. So would the Googles and the Apples probably would too. And you know, they would just not and not talk to each other. They would just be like, "Okay, we're all we know there's a car in front of us, so let's just go really slow." And everyone would be there like 50 miles an hour. You'd be like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck! I'm trapped <laughs> in this fucking car on the 405." God damn it! F my life. Yeah, we'll or probably we... see that in our lifetimes. What the hell were we oh, even we'll talking it, about? We'll see that in five years. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Teslas, and then like, oh, Apple's making a car, too. All and right. Then... Got it. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Um. Okay. So... I'm going to go ahead and, if there's nothing else on that topic, I'm going to go ahead and move us along. How'd you do that to the links? Uh, I just cleaned it up. Um, So, uh, Evan, there's nothing listed here, but uh, I heard that you had some success this week compared to last week. Uh, uh, So, I found found the apparatus. I don't know if it was ever... (laughs) missing but it was not in its normal location so i you know i got got to the gym went upstairs i was like peeked over next to next to the uh the training station it was not there i was like huh great so walked around the floor i was like oh maybe they did move it 
as I was leaving, mm-hmm. instead of you know using the gym to actually work out, just go there to to get measurements. So, um, next to the stairs above the the basketball court where you can view the basketball court, uh, I found the machine over in a corner. I was like, ah. So they moved it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, it was functional, though. So I, I updated my measurements and uh, still staying fairly consistent. Um, seven. Yeah. We'll rent a U-Haul. Yeah. Get some coveralls. Me and Michael will come down there. We'll pull up like at like 3 a.m. or something. If they're, Are they open 24 hours? Yeah, we'll pull yes. up 3 a.m. Say... Yeah, we're here from the facility to repair this fucking machine. And Michael will have a little butt crack showing. And Michael <laughs> bend over and look at the machine and say, Shit! <laughs> and then, then we'll both be chewing fucking tobacco. We'll spit it on the gym floor. And the gym person will be like, Jesus, just get out of here. Here, you want a work order? We'll give him some fucking work order we made in Photoshop. Here you go. We'll take the machine, roll it in the back of the U-Haul, drive it to your house, and drop it the fuck off. <laughs> I like and that. Done. Because nobody cares about the machine because it just gets moved and taken and nobody gives a shit. They're like, stuff it in a fucking corner. And when you say hand them a work order, you mean hand them the receipt you just got from Dairy Queen. Basically. It's like, <laughs> excellent. That will be $13.62, please. I'm going to have Meg make a form on three-part NCR. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I was thinking about this earlier and I will probably not do another update until I actually start working out and have something to report. Well, can you tell us at least, uh, nope. you finish, you may, <laughs> I meant I was going to say, can you at least tell us any uh, updates with regard to food you've been trying or, you know, anything, mm. anything like that? Anything, I have any breakthroughs. No, no. I did order some uh, those black bean pasta things. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be here next week. But I've been trying to eat more salads. What, what Al- goes avocados. Uh, an entire head of romaine lettuce. Some, I don't know, probably like six little some cherry lawyers? tomatoes. Some lawyers? Avocados? Yeah. Is that what that word means? Doesn't that mean grandmother? I don't know. No, no, that's something else. Uh, a little bit of cheese. Some usually ranch or blue cheese dressing. I thought you going to say some rancid meat. <laughs> Nah, I keep that for the entree. That doesn't oh. go in the salad. Oh, okay. Vomit diet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chicken wings are always a favorite. I have some of these to snack on. Everyone's favorite. Ah. Blue wasabi. diamond, wasabi and soy almonds. Nice. Or almonds for you laymans. Almonds? Yeah. Yep. The Almond Brothers? Almonde. <laughs> that's that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, in nowhere. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> in nowhere, Stan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing fancy. I do. I do drink my lemon berry amino acids. Maybe that's fancy. Lemon berry amino acids. Yeah. 
They're is that tasty. Like, is that like neuropeptide cake? Yeah, except <laughs> instead of mint frosting, it's sour. So like oh. it's a nice, it's a nice sour cake that you drink. Sounds horrific. Nah, man, it's good. It's good, and it's good for you, or so the internet tells me. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I had some sour beer last night. Mm-hmm. As you guys are probably aware, I'm uh, become a bit of a beer snob lately. <laughs> Do you have and a I've... favorite yet? Uh, not yet. But uh, last night I had one. I can't remember what it was called, but it's it's made by a company called Jailbreak. Mm-hmm. Is it the same one you had before? No. That was from New Belgium. Oh, yeah. Fat Tire one, right? Yeah. The people who make Fat Tire. Yeah. Was so it in a bottle or from the tap? It was from the tap. Ah. You need to take a picture of the handle? I didn't. Oh, but I, could, I mean, I could just ask. Um, I know the person who served it to me, so I could just ask that's them. That's like we've got rape on tap. <laughs> that's like so, so gross. What are you talking about, James? Damn near equivalent. You're saying the beer I had is the equivalent of rape? Yeah. Mouth like, rape. Like it like it violates your mouth and your taste yeah. buds yeah. forcibly. Yeah. With its sourness. It's so not fun. It is like the most <laughs> unfun thing you can put in your mouth. Hey oh. I'm gonna have to disagree. It's like with I can you think of that. a couple a couple different <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um uh, well, that's good, Michael. That's awesome. You you've, you you uh, found something you like, and you are getting it. That's good. Aren't you glad I stopped you from having a Miller High Life? Miller Light. Whatever. If they had High Life, I would have gotten it. High Life is great, but you don't go to a place like that and buy High Life or Light <laughs> or anything. The champagne of beers, James. Well, I mean, come to, on. You go to a fucking cigar shop, and you'll be like, I have a fucking Marlboro Red. You know, no, you don't do that, man. So you guys got any Swisher Sweets? Yeah, you got some Swisher Sweets, any uh, Dutch, any Dutchmans or whatever. Black and Miles. I buy, I buy them in a tube at CVS, six hundred <laughs> to a dozen. Eh, no, that's not how you do it. That's not what you go and get. Well, all right then. Man. It's good that you you found something you enjoy, but you should keep track of them, or at least notable ones. Yes, I've uh, I actually downloaded an app for that. Haha, uh-huh. called <laughs> Untapped. Is it the one where you pour the sour beer on your iPhone and then your phone breaks and that's it? Uh, <laughs> I actually recently acquired a new case for my new iPhone. Well, it's not that new now, but um, so it is once again liquid proof. Is it a life light? Is it is a new life proof? It is a life proof case. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. Michael is a connoisseur of quality cases. I'll tell him that, man. I'll give him that. He's the king of quality cases. I appreciate that, James. Yeah. Thank you. You don't give me much, but the thing oh, you please. <laughs> I'll take. <laughs> um so oh, so one thing I'll just mention also with regards to the not really about yum updates per se, but uh you know, Evan, you you said you wanted to really talk about stuff just once you start actually working out and all that. Yeah. So this past week or last week, I should say, you know, it was like Wednesday or Thursday. Um, I think it was Wednesday. 
I went to the uh, the little workout room that they have here at my apartment complex. Nice. And uh, it's not too bad. Not too bad. There are some people in there, you know, doing their own thing, but that's fine. Did you make friends? I, I did not. I did not speak to them. <laughs> they did not As speak to me. You should not have. <laughs> um, I got a, just got on the treadmill, did my thing for a little bit. And, uh... What, yeah, what pace? Not, not a high one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Probably 2.0 or 2.2, something like that. Oh, that's okay. The stroll. I don't know what unit of measurement those are in, but... Miles per hour. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. Well, mine's in kilometers. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, even even at that low pace, my uh, my heart rate still gets up to about 140, I guess it's you beats need, per minute. Uh, you get mm. stamina, dude. With no elevation? Correct. I did try putting the treadmill up a little bit mm-hmm. um, this go around just to, just for fun, but the treadmill started making more noise. <laughs> yeah. So I was somewhat embarrassed. So I I lowered it back down to its setting of zero. Just no, it's probably while, yeah. Huh? Yeah, don't worry about it. You can do. I was that. making like a squeaky noise, you know that I. Uh, like every time I step down, you know, that's just was it, was added like large, added pressure large, between large, large, <laughs> large. Exactly. So and okay, there was one person in there who wasn't in. I mean, it was like a, a you know a woman in there who was probably not. I mean, she wasn't in the greatest shape either, but she was probably in better shape than me. Um, she was on the uh, one of the other treadmills, but then there was these two really younger guys in there who were like in the best shape of their lives, you know. Mm-hmm. So of course I was like, uh, <laughs> eh, whatever. What? Fuck those what? guys. But whatever. It, it doesn't matter half as much as you think, man. Just go in there and do what you can do. I think 140 beats per minute is a sweet spot for like burning fat, right, Evan? Yeah, if even a little bit lower, honestly. Yeah. So if you go in there and you do 100 and 130 beats per minute the whole time you're there, dude. If you really put your mind to it, the weight would fall off of you. I am a health expert, and I know this for a fact. Um, it's true. <laughs> what's your What's your degree in again? <laughs> fucking health and elsonology. Heartbeatology. Right? Heartbeatology. Yeah. No, but I think that's a sweet spot, man. If you If you just put your mind to working out, you'll be in good shape, dude. Not in physically good shape, but you'll be in, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be in in metaphorical good shape. <laughs> you know, and, and you'll build up. You'll build up, and you'll drop weight. You'll drop weight because you're, that's a good. That's the part. That's the spot where you're burning. You're burning calories. Mm-hmm. You're burning what something? I don't know. Shoe leather? I don't know. You're burning <laughs> something at that. At that. You're burning leather. the burning the motor on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I'm serious um, about that, dude. That's good. I, I, it takes me a little bit to get up there. Oh, and I wore my new shoes, of course. How that were they? Fucking horrible. Good. New oh, shoes? Good. You walked in them yet, or? No, not really. Been a little bit, dude. Hmm? Me hurt. What'd you say? I see you gotta walk. You gotta break those in. Well, uh, they're like well, professional a... running shoes. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. You know, they're like they're like molded to my feet and shit. You know. So. Okay. I, all my shoes are like fucking deer stags from the big and tall. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know how you have those crazy ones that are like vibram and all and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like that, but like for a runner. Is it the what is it called? There's a you don't have toe shoes. 
No, 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 no. There's minimalist shoes. Which no, are these horrible. are actually these are actually pretty light, but um, no, these are these are them. I mean, not that anyone listening oh, to this are, later. Those those are Saucony, right? You said that before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Saucony makes good shoes. I know I've ridiculed you before, but I actually looked it up. Saucony makes good shoes for 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 foot based movement. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a primary mode of movement yeah. in foot-based, this generation. Foot-based movement. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. For those of you out there who don't walk on your hands all the time, yeah. you're pretty good. Yep. I'm That's a hand a... man myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, those toe shoes, Evan. They're ridiculous. Dude, I was watching a uh, well, I was just watching TV, and there's an American Express ad. There's a series of American Express ads with Tina Fey, and there's one where she goes to the store and she's like, she's looking at those kinds of shoes, and she like has them on her hands and stuff, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, these are just the worst, aren't they? She's like, I'm, I'm getting them. <laughs> Dude, they're amazing. If I had regular sized feet, I'd buy some. If I didn't have like fucking gremlin feet, I'd definitely get a pair. <laughs> gremlin. There's, I mean, I, I dated a girl who owned a pair, and she lived and died by them. She I thought you were gonna say I dated a girl with gremlin feet. No, I have gremlin feet. I have like freaking like my feet are like another hand, you know. And her, her, I mean, she loved them though. She swore by them. The toe, the, the Vibram toe, uh, toe feet, toe shoes ones. She walked every morning in them. She wore them to work, and I mean, obviously, I feel like wearing those to work. Is like wearing a fucking gun belt to the mall. Like people are gonna be like, "Whoa, what the hell?" <laughs> you know what I mean, like yeah. you're not normal. There's something going on here, you know. Um, but uh, if you can get past that, I think they're they're supposed to be very good. You know, you have normal feet, dude. If you feel like throwing away a bunch of money on shoes you're not gonna wear anywhere, definitely get a pair of those. <laughs> nah, don't get them. They're not. They don't support anything. Is that I never heard that, but maybe it's true. It's like barefoot running shoes or minimalist shoes. They're supposed to strengthen your foot and give you a good, you know, tactile feedback since there's not like an inch of cushioning under your foot. Oh, I stepped on a Lego. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Death. I stepped on an electrical plug. Fuck my life. (laughs) But um, for, for larger gentlemen who have uh, feet that pronate and are not like perfect uh, you need to yeah weak ankles weak knees you need something with support <laughs> yeah actually i think our ankles and knees are probably stronger than most considering what they have to uh endure perhaps well, they're strong until a point but don't don't try to push them over the edge yeah well yeah absolutely I feel like every step is the edge yeah every i need to I get them those... my ankles like <laughs> I need to get those shoes for the uh, for the pool. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, why? You don't go to the pool? Oh, we're going to the pool in a couple months. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, those are fine. Just wear socks. I ruined a pair of those. Socks? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm joking. socks in the pool, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Sloppy mess. It's like probably fine when you're in the pool, but as soon as you get out, you're gonna be like, ah. Wearing socks in the pool is like, I don't know, I don't know. It's like some for some reason it reminds me of soup, and I I don't know why, but there's something something soupy about it. It's just like a mess. 
Oh man! All right, let's let's move on. We're like way into our personal lives here. Let's, Michael. What's next? Well, uh, we got a we got a couple couple things here under stranger danger. Uh, yeah, Evan, is this the one you uh, you put in here? Yeah, his, I put both his motor thing. Mm-hmm. Let's um, take a look. What do we got? So this has to do with the voice assistant, uh, like OK Google. And any you know Google Voice Assistant. I know James, you used it like two hours ago. Um, <clears throat> as one can expect, they record everything, and they keep it. Uh, I don't know how long they keep it, but if this bothers you, you can actually uh, use the the link in the article to examine your recordings. Um, and unfortunately, you can't turn it off or like. Yeah, basically turn it off because that would uh, disallow. It would not allow you to use their voice assistant anymore. But you can pause it. But as soon as you say "Okay, Google" to search for something else, it just turns it back on. So it's not exactly very effective. Um, what I thought was interesting about this is, along with your uh, search, your voice recording is a text transcript of what you spoke. So I guess that's how they actually do their search. Uh, maybe they they just translate it into a text file and then search on the text. Um, hmm. But and I don't I've never used a voice assistant or anything. Um, I did log in just to see if there was something in there for whatever reason. Uh, there was not. But I um, James, I'd be curious to know if you log in at some point. You don't have to do it right now. Um, how I'm logging cl- in right now? How close the text is to what you said? Um. Well, mine is. I mean, I, I've been. I've used. Uh, I've used it for a very long time. So, yeah. So, most of the yeah, times, I guess one... it's pretty accurate because you, like, you type in Hangouts wow. chats sometimes by speaking I'm like james you talking to your phone again like yeah yeah absolutely i use oh my god it records that <laughs> everything well i can't find anything so i guess i don't have anything Shit. i mean if you've never used it so that's i've never a used it that's a problem i don't mind it recording the things that i say when i say um the trigger word whatever google yeah yeah I don't mind recording that, but when I talk to the phone to to dictate my voice text, mm-hmm. I don't want it recording that because that's like I say all kinds of things. I'm like, yeah, she's a total slut bucket, you know, or yeah. whatever, you know. Like I have never said that, but whatever it record. Yeah, it says, oh yeah, said, good luck and have a good night. Take it easy, man. Yeah, that's 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 that was from June second. I said that to someone. Uh, uh, and it says it's funny when you read it it says said I know the feeling I'm moving at the end of the month myself so that was me talking to someone mm-hmm. um, wow and it, it's got them all and yeah. I have dude, yeah. I have so much I probably have a server dedicated to me because I'm such an avid user of all this voice shit and you know what's funny right I used to use Google Voice so if you use Google Voice I know it records that mm-hmm. I don't know if those are bundled in there um, but you at least Google is allowing you to see, review, and delete them. 
So I guess like maybe once a week or something, just go and delete stuff you don't want it to have. Like there's unless you stop using that feature, there's no way at this point to turn it off completely. I just looked. Apparently, I don't have anything in there, but I guess I've never used a Google search feature. Yeah, using me neither. My voice. Um, and then in the same article, Evan, it mentions similar services like Siri. Mm-hmm. So they say Siri stores data for up to two years unless you turn off the service. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you turn it off, it's supposed to delete everything it has stored about you. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, I don't know how quickly it actually deletes everything. But, but Siri, Siri, Apple is pretty notorious for not showing you. all. They're not as transparent as Google is with all the stuff they track you with and keep on you. So, like, I'm looking, like, lit- I'm literally looking at a list of everything I've ever said to Google. <laughs> ever. I mean, it's fucking spooky. Please, for- please export that to a text file and we'll put it on the site. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> for people who listen to this show... Well, oh, no you should have nothing to hide, it. right? That's this whole this whole NSA privacy thing, you know. No, I got like... tons to hide. Exactly. <laughs> I got tons to hide. Oh wow, you're yeah. a criminal, right? So yeah, you can listen to the recording and oh, wow. read what it said. So that's actually pretty. That's a pretty good um, voice recognition yeah. protocol they're using. Yeah, it's like Udemy courses, uh, good for CEUs, you know? <laughs> like, I, I talk to it the way I would write. That's what I'm like. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, blah, blah, Google. Um, People wear hats in mall, you know? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, not like a human being. Like, um, I'm coming to Rock, Colorado and bringing the Trump steaks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told my cousin that. It's pretty crazy, dude. This is nuts. But it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it goes back pretty far. I mean, I guess I could just go delete them all. Yeah. Really to. Well, in if you click um, the three dots up in the top right, the sort of the more, yeah, you go to delete options and advanced, and you could should be able to pick. Yeah. Oh yeah, past four weeks. Hmm. That's not. So what does that mean? past four weeks like for the for the last it'll delete the last month so i I mean is there a show more i know it's just a select date no they have one this is all time yeah i mean it'd be kind of cool to be able to customize more than that like delete you know uh may of last year or something like more specific well you're about to take a big leap well, I didn't know it stored it before. I knew that I knew that it was going somewhere and something was happening with it, but I don't like the fact. And here's the thing: I'm not worried about hackers getting this and reading it. There's too many people that if a hacker got into like a bunch of Google data and was able to read it, the likelihood of them going through my like last five years of voice data is super slim. I'm more interested in like me dying and my girlfriend reading it and me saying something crazy on it <laughs> or yes. or someone read someone I know someone like attacking me directly because they are targeting me and using this data against me because of something I said to a friend or something like that. You know, that would be my concern. Not that I've done stuff, but that would be the concern of anybody, I think, right? You know, like anybody realistic is not worried about hackers. You're more worried about like somebody being someone who knows you. Or someone who's targeting you using this information for... I have nothing blackmail-worthy. And if someone read something in here that was really bad, I'd be like, yeah, I said it. Yeah. I said it. 
You know, Trump steaks are great. I said it. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, yeah. whatever. Um, all right, cancel. I'm not going to delete it because I want the fucking voice data to be good. And my mind is pretty good. I wonder if it if it uses sort of this uh, history to to help interpret you know what you're asking. So if you were to delete all of this, I wonder if all your uh, Google Voice searches would turn to garbage. I don't think it would. I think I think they say that in here, but I think the reality is they use that data. They use everybody's data to say this is how an American sounds. And this is how dialects and like yeah. Google is going really deep with this, deeper than we can even fathom. So they're thinking like, oh, everyone in Maryland who uses OK Google is talking like this. You know what I mean? And these are certain dialects and this is like information. And then location geodata. OK, these are the places James goes and he said this here. You know, they're mining all this shit and big dating the fuck out of it. So it's more than that. And at some point I will go ahead and delete everything because when I first started using this, it was still very good. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So I'm not- worried about it i just um i wish that i wish there was more granular data i wish i could go in and say wait there's there's dates here oh my god how far back can i go holy fuck sticks i know mine goes way back because i've been using it since it came out let's pick april 3rd let's see what i said back then nothing okay so it doesn't go back that far so there's another um voice app that i've been meaning to check out but i haven't yet um, it's made by the same people who make SoundHound. What's that? SoundHound is the same thing as Shazam. Is that the thing where you hold your phone up to a speaker and it tells you what song it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the same people who make that make a thing that's like Siri or like the Google stuff. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's supposed to be pretty interesting also. I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's supposed to be uh pretty neat. So I know one day one day we'll get there where it's we're just talking to our computers all the time, you know? Yeah. And it'll understand us completely. Yeah, I mean probably like in the next five years that will be a legitimate option. Yeah. <laughs> that soon? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to listen to some. Okay. Okay. So, this is a great example. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Michael. This is a great example. Oh, you good. It's really bad. So, on June 8th, 2015, um, I must have been with my girlfriend, who, when I say, okay, Google, she loves to repeat what I say at the exact time I'm saying it. So I'll say, okay, Google. She'll be like, at the same time, she'll say, okay, Google. You know, say, ah, ah, she starts talking, you know, and no, Google, don't do anything. Just stop. <laughs> no, no, no. Yep. Triggered. 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 <laughs> so, so in this particular thing, it's like, what channel does the Pro Bowl come on? I'm like, there's no way I was looking for information about, information about the Pro Bowl. And then next thing, it's like, come on. <laughs> I was like, then it's like, what channel does the show Mr. Robot appear? Then it was like, a minute later, what channel does the show Mr. Robot come on? Uh. And it was like, you know, and it was like that went on for like five or six times till it was like transcript, transcript not available. And I gave, probably gave up. Awesome. Yeah, and I can hear, I'm listening to the tra- I'm listening to the recording. I can hear my girlfriend in the background mimicking me, fucking it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like an asshole. Like I can hear that. So, yeah. This should provide you with hours of fun. 
Yeah. So just go go said back through your cantina. Yeah. Said cactus cantina. It's like all this random stuff, you know. <laughs> so oh, I think man. I found that other app I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I told you the other one's called Soundhound, right? That's the the one to identify music. Mm-hmm. So the other one's just called Hound. Oh. I feel is, like that, I is that to identify dog species or something? No, it's just like Google or Siri. Hmm. But it's run by this other company. What's its name? Hound? Hound. No, I mean, like, it, does it have a name? Or say, like, you just call it Hound? Like, okay, uh, how Hound. Do you, how do you trigger it? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking in, yes, that's exactly what you say. Yeah, you man. say, okay, Hound. Eh, yeah, I don't like it. You should say, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> like yeah. that. <laughs> well, we'll have to test this, and, uh, you know, you know, we should do a showdown. I'm sure this has been done 500,000 <laughs> other times. By people who don't suck, but... Probably not with Hound, though. I guarantee you not with that. Uh, well, I found it because I was reading some article about it, but, uh... Yeah, we should try out Siri, Hound, and Google. And Cortana? And, uh, there you go, and Cortana. Why not? Of course, I have all of these things disabled on all of my devices, but, mm-hmm. you know... Can, I could enable them just for... Just for the showdown, you know. Well, you can you can fight the tide or join it. Mm-hmm. I I will fight. Just gotta live. You gotta create a, another personality for yourself. Was it fight, die, repeat? No, something else. So, that's... <laughs> no, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So I I need to create a character inside my head who enjoys talking to my phone. No, I think and, and great, act as them. That's actually a great idea. So for you, yeah, you would have to create a person, not inside your head, but just an internet person who uses all these devices and technology, and that would be the accounts and passwords and everything of the. That's who what you do when you want to you do that stuff. And for me, yeah, I would that's have to what I was a, thinking. Yeah, and for me, I'd have a creative person who is security conscious, and I would have to slowly migrate all my very important things to that person. So have like burner identities. Yeah, yeah. like I was, you know how many times I've thought about, like, alright, I should just create another identity, and like, you know, that's who I am online, or something, you know, but it's not, it's not the true me, you know, and it has like different birthday, different everything, you know, and it's, yeah, but it's consistent across everything, so they can, they can link all the identities together, and be like, okay, this is, this is this guy now. And know? don't ever send yourself an email. Here, let's go right. to fake name gen- Nick fake name generator dot com. It's my favorite site. Um, we'll pick a male, American. Why? No, we should have fun with it here. Right. Okay, so we'll hit generate. Okay, Evan, you shall be known as Fabian M. Stocks at nine twenty two Hilltop Haven Drive, Newark, New Jersey. Um, let's I like see. it. Your mother's maiden name is Thompson. Your social security number is one. Don't read it. Seven. <laughs> We're not going to continue. Your geographic coordinates, they're listed here. Here's your phone number, your country code, your birthday, December 12, 1943. You're 72 years old. Your zodiac sign is Virgo. <laughs> your email address is fabianmstocks at inbound.com, which you can get here and activate. Um, your username is OurSend. Password is 
a crazy password. Uh, website, you have a website, medical medicalmant.com because you're a weirdo. I'm a doctor. You're, it has your browser user agent here. <laughs> it has your v, has a visa oh. a visa card with with every with all the numbers you need. Um, so obviously we're not the first people to think of this. Oh no, not at all. But this site basically has everything you need to pretend to be someone else right now. None now the visa card doesn't work and you know whatever, but you know it's pretty fucking crazy. And I've thought many times that I could use this site to create that super secure person that isn't like, uh, or, or I wouldn't use this. You guys could use this. I would use like, I would just create, I would dumb down all my user accounts. Like I, I've, I realize now I probably have to like not have my username, <laughs> my username be like first initial last name <laughs> for, my, <Yeah>. for everything. <laughs> if you Google that, it's like, hey, here's everywhere this guy's been. Here's his digital footprint, mm-hmm. which I've always said I don't worry about, but now I'm just like, uh, I'm too easy to find. Yeah, you don't worry about it until, until you saw that shit Google has on you. I'm not worried about what Google has on me, dude. I'm worried about fucking some some kid in Louisiana who's like, I hate you because what you did on the Airsoft page, I'm going to fucking ruin you. That's what I'm worried about. Like a legitimate, le- legitimate threat to someone who's like, I'm going to fucking try to hack into your shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about Google. Google doesn't care about me. I'm nobody. Okay? Angela Merkel, she can worry about Google. Oh, Barack Obama, he can worry about Google. I don't know. Angela Google. Merkel. She's the but, Prime Minister of Germany. You're a horrible person. Yeah, Jesus. Um, you're fucking Jesus. Really you need to read or watch something or do anything. <laughs> <laughs> James, <laughs> you're one to fucking talk. <laughs> Surprisingly, Look, James knows a lot about world events. James and knows matter. James only knows that name because he just watched that fucking movie. No, she's no. not in the movie. She's, I know her name because I, I do know a lot about world events because I pay attention to that stuff. Um, I read mm-hmm. I read the occasional little news bits. And uh, Angela Merkel's names come up. Germany has some crazy security policies. So I, I, she, they pop up every now and again. Okay. Fair so enough. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. But um, the point is, I, I mean, that's what I worry about. Like, I'm not, Google's not a threat to me. You know, I'm not worried about Google or fucking Facebook. Like, they're just assholes, but they're companies. They don't have any financial... There's no financial gain in in being like, let's screw over James. You know what I mean? What are they going to do? Target better ads at me? I don't give a shit about that. You know? The annoying stuff, like, I, I there's certain things I'll disable just because it's annoying. Because I'm like, fuck you. you don't, you're not allowed to have that information about me. But otherwise, I'm, I don't care about that. I get that you guys are all paranoid about it. I totally think it's great that you guys, like, that there are people who are like, yeah, I definitely want to block myself off from all of that. But in in the grand scheme of things, you're fucking nobody. None of us are anybody. We all suck. Like, we are like the fucking scrapings. We're the leavings yeah. of the barrel. You know? <laughs> Dregs so, of society. The seven people yep. who listen to this podcast are going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And I think like, you're being rather knows. generous. Yeah, the yeah, two people who listen seven times. I am. But, uh, yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> so the thing is, I mean, you can either be like, you know, I'm not knocking it. I mean, I just, for me, I this technology, like what I dreamt about my entire life, a, a phone you can talk to that every year gets smarter and better because it listens to you, records that information, and analyzes it. 
and scrubs it against other data to be more valuable, great. Because it's in the company's best interest to make money. Now, in 20 years, maybe they would have built the best possible thing they could build, and now they're going to start doing malicious stuff with it. But I seriously doubt that because the reality is angry customers, customers who are unhappy, aren't spending money. The day Google takes over you, the United States and becomes like some corporate government, that's the day you're like, fuck, James, you're screwed. Me and Evan are in good shape, buddy, you know? <laughs> but otherwise, you know, it's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Ridiculous. Okay. But okay. Hopefully by that point, we'll, we'll, <laughs> well... I was going to say, we'll be with Elon Musk on Mars, but none of us are getting there. Hopefully. Dude, I'll stow away. Dude, so, since I just mentioned that, and we we were talking about... Don't find your frozen corpse in the, in the, uh, (laughs) in the storage compartment? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My eyes cracked into paste. (laughs) (laughs) So, but since we're talking about Mars, and we... We talked about it off uh, off air a little bit earlier. So Elon Musk wants to basically create society on Mars starting as early as 2025. Wasn't NASA sending 16 people there themselves? Uh, like there was a huge volunteer. No, that was Mars 1. Mars 1? Okay. That's but, not NASA. Yeah. But there was some... Was like I a remember, reality show or something? Yeah. And no. No. Yeah, it was a reality show. No, yeah. No, there was like there was a legitimate uh, online sign up for people who wanted to go to Mars on yeah, a one way trip, and it's for a reality show from it's Mars One. Yeah, it was Mars One. <laughs> Link in the description in two seconds. That was a, I thought that was like a legitimate thing to sort of to like colonize. I mean, it is a legitimate thing. They legitimately want to try to do it. But yeah. Yeah, and I know they did video profiles of whoever they selected, yeah, but I didn't like know it was like a TV show. But it's a gag. Yeah, no, no, it's not a gag. It's a, it's a thing. I don't, I don't know if it's still happening. That's the thing. I don't, I, I don't know what the latest news is on their site. Um, I was just curious. Like, were, would there be two factions who would like fight <laughs> each other over natural resources? <laughs> well, we got the alliance and the coalition. No, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. No, I think of it like this. These guys, Mars is like, we. I think for us as Americans, and probably for anybody, it's hard to grasp. Because honestly, the government, and some, on some level, has their fingers in where you stay. But now, it's not like that. Anyone who puts enough money together can say, we're going to Mars. You know? And go there. Yeah. No one's going to say anything. You know? There's only one law about the moon and it says and maybe there's a law about that includes mars too but i'm not sure if i made that up or not but i'm pretty sure there's a law on the moon that says you cannot put military bases on the moon or you can't put military bases in orbit or something like that you know Hmm. but i don't think there's a law about mars or maybe there is maybe they're saying no there's a law that says no country can can take over or occupy other planets in the solar system so, but like if you but if you're not a country, and you just go and you start a country, yeah, I'm not a country. I'm a TV show. So. Or like, yeah. well, we're gonna fucking do it. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, it's the Wild West. 
So according to their blog, these guys on Mars One are still going. They're like looking at food sources. They've picked their crew. They're still going. So this is uh, the one that's like a TV show, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I saw an interesting uh, graphic earlier today that the the size of Mars is actually very, very close to the size of Earth with no water. So if there's a good way to get what like melt asteroids or whatever the however you get water onto planets without an epic you know life ending collision, um, if they could put a lot of water on Mars, then it would be very well habitable. I think. What they do in Seven Eves, Michael? Didn't they like crash asteroids into into the planet? They uh. To get water on it, they went and got. They went and like wrangled asteroids or something so they could yeah. get get water from them or something. And then crashed them into the planet, right? I don't think they crashed them into the planet. I don't know. Maybe they put them. Maybe they just like nestled them onto the planet with violent fucking friction. I don't know what they did. <laughs> Somehow they got an asteroid on the planet for water. How long do you think it would planet? take to terraform? What Dude, planet? What? They didn't go to Mars or anything. No, they went. They were in Earth. But they had to go get the asteroids and put them there. There was no water. No, this no, is a no, book. no, no, no. It's not a fictional book, anyway. It doesn't matter. But well, okay. <laughs> I thought that they crashed them on there, but maybe they didn't. Maybe they did something else. But um, no. The problem was Earth was gonna get hit by a meteor shower or something, and that all life was gonna be killed, right? So they launched these people into space. So they're like, all right, do your thing, and they. They built a space station, like so, like a crazy ass space station up there, with all these different modules and shit. And then they had to go get an asteroid or two for I don't know if they needed the water or the no no, no the no. iron. Or... I know what you're talking about. No, I mean the recovery. In the at, at the last the last half of the book, they talk about how they crashed asteroid wa- like I- ice asteroids onto the planet to recover the water that was lost because they said the planet was basically all magma. Oh. Yeah, you know, I don't I know even, what you're I don't even, about. I don't even remember that, to be honest. Yeah, but... I, don't, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they had to go get a, like an iron asteroid or something like that or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, no, I'm talking about the end. But anyway, oh, okay. look. Yeah. So, what, what, Evan, we were talking about about what now? Well, you guys ruined it by telling me that whole thing was a reality show, but I've moved on <laughs> to... Um, since Elon Musk wants to go to Mars in like 10 years, um, I, I did a quick Google search on terraforming Mars, and apparently some experts estimate it could be between 1,000 and 100,000 years before you actually have like a an atmosphere where you can breathe and you know walk around. So I don't, would they be living in domes or like yeah. that's not much of a society. Well, no, they live in they live in domes, but the domes would be massive. There'd be several domes all hooked together. That's how they'd be living, and people would be like five. People would adapt. You know, I mean, think about it. think about what we can do inside of a shopping mall. You know, we build or like the like in what's it in Abu Dhabi or whatever they have uh, the or Dubai in Dubai they have the freaking they have that the snow mountain inside a mall. Yeah, there's a ski resort inside ski. the mall. Yeah, so I mean. They'll do something like that on a massive scale there where you have hundreds and hundreds of acres and it's an outside complex and people live underneath or something in the ground or something like that. 
you know, hmm. and we'll just we'll make our own water and everything like that, have chemical processes. But yeah, terraforming. I, what I was going to say about that was, what is terraforming? Like the only way we as human beings can think about terraforming right now is how we understand natural processes. You know, in the game Star Citizen and in other movies and books I've read, terraforming, they like, we shoot the planet's core with a laser beam and then magic <laughs> happens and then we have an atmosphere. Like, nobody knows what it is. You know, it's a, it's a, con- a fiction concept we're trying to make real. You know, so the only time we can think about it in a real way is like, well, nature will take its course. We will pump the atmosphere with enough carbon dioxide to do whatever, like, and nature will make it happen. That's why it's going to take 100,000 years or 1,000 years, because that's how they plan to do it. Or they're like, let's grow lichen on the surface of the planet, Mm -hmm. and after 1,000 years, that lichen... Lichen? Yeah, lichen or something that will change the... Because Mars does have an atmosphere. Algae is a, a good candidate. Yeah, or algae. They'll, they'll grow something that will slowly recuperate, that can grow in that atmosphere, in the high methane atmosphere. and Or not methane, whatever it is there. But it'll grow in that atmosphere, and then it will become an oxygenated atmosphere. But it'll take thousands of years. And that's not going to work. Like, that's too long. I mean, so, <laughs> you think colonization on Mars will be strictly subterranean? I mean, it'll be domes and probably subterranean, I think. Would it no just be domes for, like... Uh, plant growth and oxygen production, and then everything would be geothermal powered. I mean, I think it's going to be. Do- I think in the beginning, in the first hundred years, it's going to be all domes, and then maybe some subterranean. But it's going to be mostly mostly a dome society. It'd be like camping. No, it's going to be I like think, domes. I yeah. think it's <laughs> mostly dome-like things. You know, like <laughs> Logan's Run. You've seen that, right? Um, and oh. uh, they're going to do solar power, definitely. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. But uh, the other thing you got to worry about on Mars, which all the movies seem to forget, is uh, radiation. You know. That's true. Yeah. There's is there an ozone layer? Not too much. Hmm. I mean, there's like a little bit, but not really. So. I wonder if they could ramp that up. So well, that's that's the whole. We need an atmosphere, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's all so, connected. Yeah, that's the problem. So I don't know. Like if they send these people. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be living in these little habitat things that are, hopefully they're all shielded from radiation and stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah Shortest the- reality show ever. No budget. <laughs> Everyone dies the first day. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to the Mars One website, I don't know if you've been there yet, but if you go to the site, I just put in the, sh- no, I put in the thing, but they show their little, yeah. like, habitats and everything. And these people, honestly, are going to have the worst lives because, I don't know, I'm assuming they're going to continue to ship stuff there, but they don't look out past, like, year fucking 10 or something so maybe they think everyone will be dead by then maybe i I don't think that's the case i'm sure they i'm sure the guy who's because the guy if you look at the guy who started this mars one thing he's some optimist like lunatic you know with like no (laughs) science background or maybe it's some mild background but he's not like he's a lunatic basically like he's like fucking elon musk without the skills so he's i'm sure he probably thinks oh by then they would have designed something and whatever but dude Human beings can't live in a tiny box for the rest of their lives. You know, even if that box is connected to other boxes. Like, if you look at the design of these of these things, like, just go look at the designs of them. You'll look at it, you'll be like, yo, what if one of these tubes break? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, what if everybody in tube, in tube three dies? So we have to wait 16 months for them to ship us new tubing? I thought you were going to say to ship us new bodies. 
<laughs> I mean, put it this way: there's too many, too many single points of failure. Yeah, I thought he was going to say to ship us coffins. <laughs> but if they, yeah. but it'd be like if, a submarine if there was a leak. They just like seal both sides, I guess, and be super inconvenient to move around. Yeah, but what if what if one of these pods, uh, what if one of these pods, freaking the one in the middle, like is out of sync by a little bit? Was there enough fuel for it to take off again and reland itself? Mm. We're just assuming everything's gonna be perfect. How many times has NASA ever gotten it perfect? You know, and NASA's pretty fucking skilled at what they do. So there's a lot of questions here, and these people are going on a fucking suicide mission. Honestly, if I was like, if I, if it was Elon Musk sponsoring this, and he was like, "Yeah, who wants to go with me?" I'd be like, "Yo, I'm down." What do I need to do? I need to go on a crazy diet. I quit my job, move into his basement, and go on a crazy diet. You know, you, you know? and Elon Musk, best buddies, right? I become a Muskian, <laughs> a Muscovite, a Muscovite. Yeah, <laughs> preaching the good word. Worship at the Church of Muscovitism. Absolutely. <laughs> Elon, get at your boy. Are you, uh, are you Jamaican there for a second? Oh, because I said boy. Boy. Down by the beach. <laughs> boy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk quickly about that. I promise I won't go too long because I know... Uh, I like to beat stuff up, but basically, uh, so at the code conference, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but, uh, Elon Musk had a speech. He, he didn't have a speech, but he talked for about an hour and 20 minutes. Some of that video is on the page in the, uh, in the links here. If you guys want to check that out, um, uh, it's in the, it's in the show notes. It's very good. And also if you go to the RE code YouTube page, uh, they have it broken down into nine segments and then you can also watch the entire speech. I watched the entire speech. It's really good. Uh, it's it's like his aha moment, um, where he I guess two people were really good at RE code this year, and one was Jeff Bezos, and one I think was him. Uh, they asked him the first question they asked him was about uh, um, what's his name uh, about uh, Star I'll say Starcraft Starcraft <laughs> SpaceX. They asked him about SpaceX, and they were like, "What's the difference between SpaceX and?" Uh, Blue Origin, because you both have have, have autonomous landings this year. You both are doing great. And then he he go, goes on with a 20-minute explanation on orbital dynamics because he's a fucking rocket scientist. And basically kind of all to say, hey, Blue Origin just goes like up in sub, sub suborbital. What the hell is you Blue know, Origin? It comes down. It's Jeff Bezos' rocket company. It's his version of SpaceX. But SpaceX doesn't – Blue Origin doesn't carry anything. It only carries people, and it hasn't started yet. It goes suborbital. It, it does what uh, Virgin – The Virgin Galactic one. It's the same as that? Yeah, same as that. Same as that. Except Virgin Galactic is not autonomous. Um, hmm. Blue Origin is completely autonomous. You get in it. It goes by itself, comes down, whatever. So the only one actually doing anything is uh, – Yes. SpaceX. SpaceX. Yeah. Okay. And so he talked about that, and he talked about the cars – he talked about uh, oh this is a great he talked about uh, simulation theory. Um, nice. Yeah, he talked a lot about simulation. Yeah, I saw an article about that the other day. I was yeah. like, uh oh. <laughs> People were pretty upset about that. They were like, we don't want to hear this truth. They're like, mm-hmm. they're like we're gonna go yeah jump off a jump off a bridge now. Yeah. People were like no, I guess they never heard that before that you know we're in the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, he talked about simulation theory. He talked about. Uh, 
he talked about what he said he talked about what a government on Mars should be like. Um, which people thought was really far out there. And I told Evan earlier, I was like, you know, and I think a lot of people kind of think that is. I'm kind of used to thinking, like, we're going to be on Mars. So to me, I'm like, someone has to be thinking, what's this government going to be like? But the fact that he's thinking about what the government's going to be like means we're not going there and eliminate, and emulating an American style of government or some other Earth-bound style of government. We're doing something different, something new, something exciting, you know. Personally, I think it should be um, a fucking free for all. No, I think it should be like Demon. What? Oh yeah, that'd be great actually. Yeah, Evan, you don't know because you haven't read, but uh, in the books Demon and Freedom TM, basically everyone, everyone has a voice. Everybody happy? No, every. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone can interact on everything. You know, yeah. See, that's fine if you have like a couple hundred people. Maybe if you if you start if you have like a state or a colony or something where you get you know ten thousand people, you can't do that anymore. That's well, why you have leaders. Basically, the way it works is you have leaders, but the leader in the demon is the demon AI, mm-hmm. and the and basically everyone. Vo- like basically, you know what Dig is, right? The website Dig. Yeah. So Dig is like the first kind of site that was like voted up, voted down, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you would see news aggregated by how things were voted up or down. Just imagine if America said, "You go to like the petition website that nobody looks at, no one in the U.S. government looks at," and you said, "Oh, this is what you want to do." Okay. Now we need a certain level of vote upvotes and downvotes to make this happen, and it just like you you let it go. Like, that's what it does. So it's this, okay. aggr- it's this aggregate politics. And honestly, it's a beautiful system. So people go on to, like, I'm going to call it a news site, but it's, it's basically like dig. Like, people go on to dig, and they vote up, like, should we attack this piece to attack this group? Should we all band together and work together to do this or not? You know, otherwise we can work autonomously. It's a beautiful system. Okay, honestly. that makes sense. Yeah. I, was, I was, I guess, thinking too archaically, imagining, like, uh, uh, a large meeting room with like 10,000 people being like, okay, I got something to say. No, no, no. This is uh very, very much, you know, technological, you know? Okay. It's a technology solution, you know? Yeah. And it's a great, so. it's a great solution. But the problem with the problem with that solution, I think is it, it assumes there are no people who are like, what's well, computer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and there's too many people who like don't care, and they're like, "What's a computer?" And well, there wouldn't be in 20 years. Yeah, but still, there'll be a new kind of replacement. You know, people who like I don't care about space. All (laughs) I want to do is my job, working in front of a 3D printer all day, and go home and smoke weed. You know, like that's what it'll be replaced with. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm on Walmart website and Amazon my ass. You know, and be on online digital VR porn. You know that those people will now be the new Walmart gremlins, as my coworker says. <laughs> yeah. Is that like your gremlin feet? No, like this is like the people of Walmart. You know, like those people. Yeah. Ah. Got it. Awesome. Uh, should we get back on topic? Sort of. Hell's no. Let's talk about picnic tables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a friend of mine built a picnic table like oh a couple years, <laughs> couple of years ago, and I was like, "You got, give me the either come out here whenever I get a house, or give me the plans because I want 
uh, like, you know how kitchens have like a, a nook or an eat-in kitchen? Mm-hmm. And I want to put like a picnic table as the as the kitchen table. Nice. My girlfriend insisted that's called a bistro. She said, <laughs> "I want a bistro in my apart- my house." So like, that's not what that's called. You can open a restaurant in your house whenever yeah. you want. I was like, Jack Tripper will come here and work. <laughs> <in the bistro." laughs> a bistro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So actually, getting back on topic, uh, Mike, you you and I can both talk about this, I guess. Um. An article was posted a few days ago by, I guess, Krebs on security. Um, yeah, you know, Brian, I, Brian Krebs, Mr. Brian's. He's um, a uh, he's a security expert here in the Washington D.C. metropolitan area, actually. Yeah. So, um, a zero day exploit, which is basically uh, an exploit someone has found. Um, for in, in a product that has not been patched yet um, was found to be present in Windows operating system um, all the way back get out of town to like 2000 Windows 2000 <laughs> systems up to currently patched and updated Windows 10 system they're all vulnerable um, I, I it probably goes back impossible. farther than yeah impossible <laughs> it probably goes back farther than Windows 2000 but I guess people aren't like, oh, I wonder if someone's still running 98 SE. Um, they are. They are. I'm sure there's people out there. <laughs> so assuming you have local access to the machine, which is perhaps a big if, this exploit is supposed to provide um, privilege escalation. So like, you know, run as administrator or, or elevate to a, a, a different account. The hackers are selling it for... A discounted price, originally $95,000. It is now $90,000. It could be easily bundled with uh, another, you know, hack that would give you local access. So that that, uh, requiring local system access is not really uh, a big deal. So some people might question... Is this legitimate? How could there be such a huge thing Microsoft has no idea about? Um, apparently, the person who is selling this has sold previous you know, hacks and, and information in the past and has a good reputation for delivering. So it's very likely legitimate. Um, I don't know if it's been sold yet, but Microsoft should probably just buy it and fix it and be done with it. <laughs> Because ninety grand is probably like nothing for them. True. And that way, you know, potentially, well, I'm gonna say potentially billions of systems could be uh, could be saved. Billions of systems hanging the balance. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't Microsoft pay for? Doesn't I know Google pays for them? Doesn't Microsoft pay for these anyway? Uh, I don't know if they have a program like that. Uh-huh. I mean, Google pays what, like three grand or? Is it's it up not, to up to thirty? It's not a lot. It, it ain't ninety grand. I say that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens in the next like month or so. There'll probably be some more coverage on this. But if if Microsoft doesn't either figure out what the hell it is or buy it and patch it, then they're kind of if if they just ignore it, then they're kind of letting everyone down. 
Hmm. I doubt they'll ignore it. I guarantee they have people on that site, and they're, they're, now they're trying to figure out what it possibly could be. They're probably they're probably bidding on it. It's in their best interest to bid on this. Yeah, I mean it's it has to be something. If it works on systems like Windows 2000, it has to be something really old, which by this point is probably like not a whole lot of their code base. So maybe they can figure it out. I don't know. Maybe there's code. Is, well, yeah, I guess they could scrub through the old. They say, okay, this is all the old code. Like what is still used that we used back then? Is it the thing that lets us cut and paste? Oh, a lot of stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, they do. They do just kind of build and like cement things together and be like, "Oh, it's brand new." Yeah, basically. But I mean, some things they do rewrite. Like uh, I forget if it's starting in Vista or Windows Seven, but they like completely rewrote the the TCP/IP stack or something. You know, so mm-hmm. they do redo stuff. But I mean, I can run a lot of programs that ran in Windows two thousand now. Yeah. And they'll run, you know, and that that implies a lot of old stuff is still there, yeah. or at least a lot of compatibility stuff is still there, you know. So, and maybe shit, maybe that's it. Maybe it's like, you know, the Windows comp- is is the Windows compatibility layer is that a thing, or like compatibility mode? Maybe it's in that. Yeah, there's compatibility mode definitely. So it could be could be something in that. Um, could be in the. The WoW system, mm-hmm. you know, that's the hot Windows on Windows actions. Windows, Windows of Warcraft. Yep. Ugh. WoW sixty four. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, where you can run thirty two bit stuff in the sixty four bit OS. Yeah. So maybe it's some old thirty two bits. Well, it probably has to be old thirty two bit stuff. If it's Windows two thousand, you know. Mm-hmm. Did two thousand have sixty four bit? I don't specifically I don't, remember installing that. I don't think, so. I don't think it did have a sixty four bit. Mm-hmm. Variant. I think that came till. Um, I think maybe 2003. Or you know, there was XP. Yeah. There's a 64-bit variant of XP. But that actually did come out till later. So. Yeah. Um, that and that one was actually based on Windows Server 2003. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's so that's fun. Yeah. Exploits to the highest bidder. I like it. Yeah, at, at honestly a very reasonable price. So if someone, you know, does decide to buy this and not uh, use the shit out of it and, you know, peak everyone's uh, radar. But you need physical access to the machine? Well, you need local system access. Like, you need to have, like, an account on the machine or control over an account on the machine. So physical access... Is you know obviously so you, yes. So you could send someone a link. Not not with this exploit, but like, there's tons like, of other like James ones. James sent earlier today. No, okay. not like but James. but there's <laughs> yeah, look at it here. Yeah. <laughs> James is the hacker. He's been compromised. No, but I mean, there's plenty of other exploits that will allow you to gain that level of access on that's, someone else's computer. That's probably why it's not selling though, because the best zero day would be something that gives you local root access. What does this give you? Local like, root access? It, yeah, but you have to have you have to basically have you have to be be on the sitting in front of the machine to do it. No. You just have to have access to an account that's already there. But there's plenty of other tools that will give you that access. 
Uh, you, I guess you could, but you'd have to main, yeah. So you still would have to do a lot of a fair amount of the hard work, which is like, 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 I could see why. Like, I feel like ninety thousand dollars go. Like, if this was really valuable, China would snap this fucker up. Mm-hmm. You know, ninety thousand is nothing for them to pay for this. But I think it's not to someone who wants to do something malicious, like seriously malicious. It's not really valuable because it can't. For anyone with real security, this isn't gonna work. Like, if you have smart card security, I would probably work. say like ninety percent of Windows users do not have real security. No, that's true. And yeah, you know, someone like uh, it's very interesting, like Auntie but Auntie M's tax records, though. Well, China might not, but um, interestingly enough, quote unquote, the mob is big into cybercrime. Yeah, but I don't so, see them making a ninety thousand dollar investment for something that's like I know a lot about the mob. <laughs> as do I. You're both mob experts working yeah. you've been working with the FBI for years. Yep. Mob I know about the mob, stinger missiles, and hacking. Yep. Those are my three layer areas of expertise. And I am an expert in terraforming. <laughs> that's right. Yep. We all subscribe to Mob Quarterly. That's where right. all the, <laughs> the the latest mob business is published. Yep. Oh, yeah. Some I'll just mention died, I'll just mention quickly here on the the uh, Krebs on Security website. So I was just re- re- looking at that article, Evan, and um, so there's another article posted right after it. So, Mr. Brian Krebs, uh, it looks like it was three years ago, his house, which he lives in Annandale, Virginia. Um, his house was swatted. Oh, awesome. You guys know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a whole SWAT team was called in and blah, 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 and all this stuff. Now, it, it didn't go too badly, thankfully. Um, no one's dog was shot? Yeah, nothing nothing bad happened, so that's good. But, uh, you know, still, it's like, what the hell, right? Yeah. So, apparently, they caught the guy. Good. He looks like a douche. Yeah. They have a picture of him here. His name is his first name is Mir, like the fucking space station. Mm-hmm. And his last name is Islam. Awesome. And he is twenty one years old, which means he would have been eighteen when this when he did this. Um so get this. And here's another thing. So the reason why would anyone do this to Brian Krebs? Who's Brian Krebs, right? So he's a security researcher. And he gets involved in a lot of the, what we call the dark web, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he would have been on Silk Road just seeing what's going on. And all, there's all kinds of other sites where, where people trade, buy, and sell not only exploits, like you were talking about, but credit cards, you know, stolen credit card numbers, stolen identities, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So he's always getting involved in all that kind of stuff and then exposing it later, right? So this guy was probably pissed about that. Some some website, you know, he exposed. So get this, though. Um, this guy, Mir Islam, was active on a website called Carter Profit. It says a carding forum created and run by FBI agents. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, he got got. <laughs> Which is awesome. Perfect. So, mm-hmm. Yep. So I just, just thought that was interesting. Um, all right. 
So we talked about that. Oh, I'll just talk briefly about this. Um, so there's a TV show. It just ended. So if you guys like binge watching things, and this this might be the thing to watch. Um, it's called Falling Skies. So it aired on TNT. I believe it started in 2011, and it ended last year sometime. And the whole premise of the show is aliens invade and take over the Earth. It's kind of like Independence Day, except this war drags on much longer. And it's about this this ragtag group of uh, people, and they they formed their own militia, quote unquote, called the Second Massachusetts. <laughs> they're from they're from Massachusetts, right? It's like they're so, from Oregon. Yeah. So, and it stars Noah Wiley. It stars a couple other people. You'd be like, oh, that guy. All right. And then also stars Moon Bloodgood. Jesus. Just like James, saying that name. That's name. That's your kid. <laughs> that's what you would name your child. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a gangster ass name. I I mistakenly so thought she was um Native American because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, turns out she's actually like Dutch or something. Hmm. Yeah. The Dutch. The Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Name has a lot of O's in it. Um, yeah. Moon Bloodgood. Tell there the fucking are seven name. O's in Moon. Four <laughs> of them are silent. <laughs> Exactly. So, anyway, so it's a good show. Um, you know, aliens, lasers, pew, 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 ki- pew. killing, dying, you know, horrors, you know. It's good. It's a good time. So, Any realism? Like, oh, I could see that actually happening? Or is it all, like, made up? I mean, it's about aliens... Coming to invade the Earth, so I don't know how. So let me ask you this: what's the what's the duration? Like, does the show take place over a decade, as far as you can tell, or is it like six months? Because I have to believe if if you know hostile aliens came to invade, uh, we would not last all that long. Uh, maybe three or four years. Okay. Okay. Um. But, uh, well, yeah, the problem is the aliens come and they, I, I forget exactly what happened because it's been a while since I saw the beginning of the show, but. So they're not fucking incompetent, are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, they kind of are, but no, they, uh, they, uh, they end up, um, what happens is there's like an, it's kind of like in Battlestar Galactica, there's like an initial attack and they wipe out like most of, you know, most of the humans, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, Umox. but. Yeah, but then there's a, uh, you know, the the a lot of the survivors, you know, there's survivors, so they band together and try to fight back, you know. Um, now, yeah, you're you're right. Of course, I'm thinking in my head, like, why wouldn't the aliens just wipe these fools out? You know, like, right. But you know, it's like I maybe they're it's... they're teenage aliens and they stole the spaceships from their dad's dealership or something, and they're like, <laughs> dude, when he wakes up, fucking make him drink. <laughs> and to keep keep keeping humans as pets or something. Skeeter, yeah. <laughs> DP, dude, check out my yeah. sweet lung tat. Right. My dad owns a dealership. <laughs> Had to get it on the inside. 
because my dad would kill me. Yeah, hurt like hurt like eight bitches on a bitch boat. (laughs) (laughs) I know no one has any idea what we're talking about, and that's okay. Yeah, that's a reference to another uh, TV show that we all hold uh, close to our hearts. It's very, it's very, uh, a very funny show. Um, called Aqua Teen. That's a great, great fucking show. Yeah, there are several names for it over there the years, are. but Aqua Teen. If you Google Aqua Teen, that will that will get you what you need. I'll get you where you need to get. He calls um, the sandwich no bacon on it. The brood <laughs> witch has no bacon. <laughs> bacon is extra. Um. <laughs> well, that reminds me. Remind me next week, Evan. We got to do a whole thing about you. Aqua Teen. Fucking remind yourself. Fuck that. You're in charge. <laughs> You're in charge of this train wreck. Right? <laughs> okay. I'll take responsibility for that. That's fine. Okay. Thank you. Um. All right. So anyway. So okay. So we talked about yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. Fallen skies. All right. Um. And James, you talked about uh, the the code conference, recode, and all that. Um, all right. So it looks like there's a couple other things uh, you want to talk about, James. Maybe. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll blast real real quick through them. So, like I said earlier, I installed a Chromecast today. I had it for a few weeks. The Chromecast is fucking amazing. I absolutely love it. If you don't have one, it's like thirty five bucks. Go buy one. It's absolutely great. Uh, I can basically stream every fucking thing from every computer in my house to the TV or whatever. It's absolutely awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think the newer Roku's can do that too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, they can, they can. Um, but the, newer the Roku ones. box is very. I have a Roku. It's very clunky. The UI is very slow, and it's like it's basically like using like an old school cable box. Like when you want to search for something, it's like beep boop beep boop beep. You know, it's like it's really bad. Which Roku um, do you have? Uh, I have the one that <laughs> the free chive Roku <laughs> for clubs. Oh, <laughs> and I could never find the chive app to install it. I would have loved to have had that playing on my home TV, <laughs> but I never could find it. But yeah, I have that one. They have my credit card. <laughs> um. So the Chromecast is great. Go pick one up. Super cheap. Definitely worth it. Um, seems to work with absolutely everything. And also you can play games on it now. It's pretty cool. Um, so next up, the Code Conference. I'll tell you guys about that. The link's in the description there. Um, play. The Play Store is now added to Chromium or Chrome or Google Chrome, the operating system. Chrome OS? So, yeah, it's a Chrome OS. That in itself sounds pretty benign, but it's actually a huge move to for 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 absolute domination and unification across all Google platforms. I think it's a genius move. Um, it's probably going to get them in trouble down the road with like a monopoly or something in a couple of years. But right now it's pretty fucking amazing. I did not know this, but they talk about this in this link here. You guys can check it out. It's an Engadget link and, it, and there's a video at the bottom from Google IO a couple of weeks ago, but Google Chrome is the number two OS in the world. And it, this is the first year it beat oh, out. Oh, say that again. Uh, Chrome Chrome OS is the number two OS in the world. What's and, number one? Uh, Windows. Windows. And uh, Chrome Chromebooks beat Apple beat, beat Macs in sales for the first time this year. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah, it was pretty pretty phenomenal. So 
Um, well, there's a reason for that. Because no, they're fucking two hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's Correct. why. Let's let's not lie. Same not, reason netbooks were were great sellers. Yeah, but netbooks <laughs> are horrible. If you've ever used a Chromebook, it's amazing. It's a it's the I mean honestly the problem with the Chromebook I have is, not. Yeah, the problem with the Chromebook is Google does not advertise and they're horrible at marketing things. We've been over this many many times. But if you use a Chromebook and you can manage to install the OS on it, um, then you'll find it's super fast, super lightweight. Doesn't it come with the OS installed? Well, I mean, if you like me and you built one, you built one from scratch. Like, I'm not built one, but you turned an old laptop into a Chromebook. Oh, that's right. You did that. Um, that from, other one. Uh, Neverwhere. Uh, yeah. Uh, never, never. Never gonna use this again. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it's on there now, so it's okay. But it was hard to do. Um, I wouldn't mm-hmm. advise anybody to do it. But that with a uh, f- with a uh, solid state hard drive, holy shit, it's so fast. I mean, it is honestly an amazing OS. When you add the Google Play Store, like you'll be able to have Snapchat on a ta- Snapchat, uh, Instagram, WhatsApp, all on a fucking computer. You know. That's that's fucking great, dude. That's great. All you need is something with uh, a touchscreen, and you're in business. Yeah, so they're gonna let you run Android apps on yeah. on, on the Chrome the Chromebooks, yes, basically. Absolutely. So that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what restrictions because I know a lot of companies like Instagram is not gonna be fucking super fly on their thing on their their thing being on a uh, desktop. So what, we'll see what, what do happens. they care? No, they have a big thing about it. They don't want that. They don't want that kind of a... They don't design an app for a laptop. And that's another thing. How is this thing going to paginate? How is it going to look? Like, how is Instagram, how is Snapchat going to look on a on a laptop? Well, they'll probably just have it in a, in a box, you know? Probably, which is going to be horrible. But we'll Could, see. I mean, honestly, the, the screen resolution on your phone is better than on the laptop, so it'll probably look similar. Probably. Maybe just differently oriented or something. Yeah, maybe it'll be all like like uh, 180 degrees or something instead of 90. So anyway, so that's that's there. Definitely check it out. I threw this one in as kind of a gimme. I thought this was really cool. Um, so Battlefront 3 was supposed to come out. I love the Battlefront games when they first came out. I had both of them. They were awesome. And they were supposed to make a Battlefront 3 in 2008. It, never got, it was never made. I don't really know why, but it was never made. So this group of guys bought the assets or somehow got their hands on the assets and started making a crowdsourced Battlefront 3 game. They've renamed it Galaxy of Turmoil or something like that, and they've gotten permission and official license, well, not official license, but they've gotten permission from Steam to post it on the Steam store for free. So when it's finished, people, you'll be able to go download it for free. They, they predict that they'll be sued and have cease and desist orders from Disney, which they will, they which they have said we will follow up and just we'll take it down. But the goal <laughs> is to, to to get this game up and release it and put it up because if you've played the new Battlefront, it's fucking garbage. It's not great. So it wasn't a it wasn't a huge hit. It sold a lot, but it wasn't great. The old ones were amazing. So we'll see what happens with that. Very exciting. Um, the link's there for that. Um, lastly. There's a link in the well. There's no link here. Um, I put a picture, which Evan will post in the on the page, I guess. Um, but this is uh, Hololens. I every time some dev product comes out, I sign up for a dev kit, even though I can never afford them, just to see what they cost. Um, the Hololens dev kit 
came out. Uh, there's a link to a cool video. I'll put that in here so you guys can see it. But uh, the dev kit came out, and it's $3,000. Um, <laughs> so well, we knew that easy. already, didn't we? Yeah, I thought it was me thirty five hundred, but uh, you know, I just posted up there so you guys could see. They make you jump through a bunch of hoops to get it. Like you have to go through a special store and get a link, and then sign in and get another link. But um, this is wave. I'm in wave two, which means some people already have it. Which means we're probably going to see a lot of new stuff coming out with Hololens in mind, including we're going to see a lot of people on YouTube doing videos with the Hololens uh, and feature. You can't. There's no consumer version of HoloLens, right? There's not, not yet. But so, it'll be the same as when um, when the Oculus came out in its first version. People had it, and they were posting videos of them try- playing with it and like the output uh, on YouTube for people to see. So I think hmm. Microsoft took a card from that, and they said, hey, look, yeah, we're going to get developers to make new products, but at the same time, we're also going to get lots of press and promotion off of this. Um, and so far, the people who have it, the ratings are great. People seem to like it. Um, lastly, the last link I put in there is a YouTube video of the 15-second clip of Eight Bitches on a Bitch Boat. I just put that in there just because. Um, so yeah, that is um, the most important thing we've mentioned on the show. By it the way, absolutely is. It's probably the most hilarious one of the one of many very hilarious lines from a very hilarious and very cringy show. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Don't expect anything less. Yeah. That delirium we talked about earlier, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> so They're yeah. on a mega dose of whatever that pill is. Yeah. With oh, one. Is that, is that like the, the smart pill or is that like the. That's Adderall. The insanity yeah. pill. It's the, oh, okay. well, yeah. Oh, we talked about off air. <laughs> Not on yeah. air. That's why you guys don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. It was distributed from one convenient locations. That's right. In Africa. That's right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Exactly. So, okay, so you put a picture of it there, James, huh? Yeah, that's just the link. That's from the store or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you guys want to, if anyone wants to try it, I can buy two. I just need you to send me (laughs) (laughs) $6,000. Yeah. And I'll buy you one and I'll buy you a second one because I cannot, I cannot program. Um, but yeah. Fair enough. There you go, folks. If you've been dying to get your hands on a hollow lens, but you foolishly didn't sign up for the dev program, Mr. Brocious here has you covered. Are you allowed to buy more than one? You can buy two. Okay. There you go. Hell of a deal. They're probably doing that because they want people to try to, they want to, they want programmers to design chat apps and those yeah. visual, you know, ways to interact. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They got to get that price down though. They got to get it down to about 500 bucks though. Honestly, I don't see it as that unreasonable. Like when it comes out to, to like consumer availability, it'll probably be like 2,200. Well, see the one that, the one that you get for 3000, it comes with a computer. Yeah. Oh, it does? Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't the computer... It's built into the headband, right? Yeah. Yeah. The headband is the computer. That I don't know. I thought it came with, like, a box. No. no the head, the headband it's all is, self-contained. Yeah. It's not like a uh, Oculus. Yeah, that's one of the selling points. It's like, you don't need to set up a room just for this. Yeah. 
But I think it'll it'll come down in price, and but I mean, it's I could see a lot of people spending two grand on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I can't see I can't see like okay, the people who could really make use of this is like that mid to big to large size company and creatives. And I just can't see a creative buying this for three or two grand. Like, it's got to get, they at least have to, and, and, and Microsoft doesn't have a track record of selling two or three thousand dollar hardware things. They don't have any hardware track record, actually. Right. So, th- th- what they should do. Well, is they sell a, surfaces or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, that's relatively new. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, where's the big surface? Where's that big ass table? Yeah, that looked cool. I I that think awesome. this uh I think a lot of schools <laughs> and like high schools and universities I think you can, think you will can actually buy, buy this. Those. Can you? Yeah. I think they're like $20,000, but I think you can buy them. Yeah, I think that price is too high. I think I think if they want to get penetration, they've got to, it's like it's like you can put whatever you want. You can insert whatever tools and goodies and and hints and tips and tricks into into the operating system to get people interested in your product, but until you make it so that people can afford it, it's not worth it. It's like it's like Apple going really aggressive and putting a link in the newest not newest, but like in the one of the recent patches to the iOS to iOS, they put a button in there for um whatever the iWatch, whatever that is. There's a button in there now for it. And I'm sure you've seen that, Michael. I have so, not yeah, it's in there. It's it's on like pay on the default. It's like on the second or third page if you flip through. But there, so there's a button in there, and they were like, "Yeah, this." People have kind of speculated that this button is is specifically to tantalize Apple users into saying, "Hey, you should get a watch." And Microsoft's been doing that for years, right? They insert things into the thing, and you're like, "Oh shit, this this tablet can have a touchscreen. Should I get a touchscreen? Should I enable these tools? This tool set, whatever." You know, and you can enable it, but until you have a touchscreen, nothing will happen. So, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's got to be cheaper, man. I mean, yeah, I get it. There's Maybe there's a version that's $2,000, a pro version, and maybe, like, Joe Schmo can get a one single eyeball version that makes him really dizzy and makes you vomit. But, you know, <laughs> I feel like they got to do something. You know, it's too that seems too expensive to me. I don't think I, they'll, like, scale it down or... or cut the quality or anything if anything they'll they'll produce this unit and just you know maybe take a loss on it once it starts to take off and then make better ones for you know three grand or five grand but uh it's probably going to be like uh very prevalent in education Mm. yeah that makes sense hopefully we'll uh the price will come down. I mean, I feel like the Oculus is pretty high for 600 but I feel like I, I would buy one. You know what I mean? I would save up and buy one. So I feel like if I if they could get this price down to like 1000 I could save up like six months and be like throw $1,000 at it. I think – I mean what they – in the first video um, on the uh, Digital Trends website that I pasted right below where you mentioned it – uh, they're basically collaborating on designing uh, the 
the flagship store of some shoe business or something. Oh, you put that video in. Excellent. Yeah, I put the link in there. Um, if you're if you're a business owner and you can pay three thousand dollars to collaborate with people around the world, uh, you know, if that if this non-existent scenario ever you know came into being, then you know, if you can collaborate with them on a consistent and regular basis, that how much cheaper is that than flying people over the globe? No, you're right. I mean, I can think just from my job, I can think of ten or fifteen reasons they could use this immediately right now. You know, because we we send people on site to do stuff at least four or five times a year for multiple weeks, and the cost and expense of that—I mean, room, board, cars. You know, food, everything, you know, just like it gets crazy. So yeah. I'm sure that this would be like ideal, like come into work, you go into the conference room and the conference room set up to, to, you know, the VTC has an extra, just an added functionality for this. And you go in, you slap your headset on, you say, okay, we're on site. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like you could, you could put the headset on and be like, okay, now you are inside an Abrams tank. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Or whatever, you know? Yeah. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I could honestly see myself using one. Probably not not this first version. And I hope I hope it is successful enough so they don't, like, kill the project. Even though I th- they've probably invested way too much to kill it. You know, it's always possible. I don't think it's going to go anywhere because I think even if it does... Let's say this thing gets killed somehow. We'll see an Oculus version that does something very much like this, or some someone's going to someone's going to attack this market and attack it wholeheartedly because this is like one thing Microsoft always does a great job of understanding is business, and the business world needs this. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we get out of here? No, I mean, it's like a nine-hour podcast. Let's go. Um, I just wanted to mention real quick, I found a, an article that talks about that Hound app I was talking about earlier. Ah, uh, yes. So I just put the link in the show notes if anyone wants to take a look. It's a TechCrunch uh, link. Uh, they talk about when it was, it was launched uh, earlier this year in March. So they just is, talk about what it can do and everything. Is the, the author of that article Mr. John Bassett? John Bassett of... of Ben Bassett and Spiritus? No, of BassettHound.com. <laughs> Sweet reference, bro. Oh, my God. Evan, you know what that is? Uh, no. Okay. Is that the, your guy? One that's of your a, customers? That's a Former customer? That, yeah. <laughs> Michael's so Former weird. disgruntled customer? Yeah, disgruntled. <laughs> you came into my office wearing water shoes. What is going on here? You're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. You smell like ham. Get uh, out of my office. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Did that happen? Why are your hands so filthy? Yeah. Basically. I mean, you know. It didn't happen. Nothing like that, but it was basically like, yeah, that guy smells, and he's very unprofessional, and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and water shoes. Yeah. That happened. They're called mocks. Moccasins, yeah. <laughs> that totally happened. Oh, yeah, and he took our disk drive out of the computer and never brought one back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, all that happened for sure. Yeah. Well, Fun. I don't know who uh, you who you're talking about, um, Evan. But uh, it was the, the... God. 
All my fucking fake sophisticated jokes go over your head. Hound, Bassett Hound, Mr. John Bassett. God. Oh my god. Fuck. Aren't you a dog person? <laughs> sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. That's what I thought we were talking about. Then until he said Ben Bassett and Spiritus. All right. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I just took it to the next level, you know. Just... Yeah. That's, Anyways, uh, fine. That's fine. <laughs> we'll we'll uh we'll, we'll we'll call it quits for this episode. Uh we appreciate you listening. You can get us on uh Facebook, Twitter at IOPanel Podcast, uh iopanelpodcast.com or iopanel What's iopanel.tech? T E C H. Mm-hmm. Um feedback, feedback at IOPanel podcast.com yes. right correct feedback at io awesome. panel podcast um any other ways to get in contact with us come smack yeah. us in the face but don't do that because we'll hit you back yeah yep. this episode is brought to you by salt yeah <laughs> i did i did see a bottle of coleman's at the uh, store uh the other day but i did not pick it up we, we should talk about our real sponsor, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not Coleman's or Salt. <laughs> AudibleTrial.com forward slash IOPanel. Yeah. No credit card, 180,000 books. Go have at it. We love books. I listened to a book this week. It was absolutely great. It's a zombie book. Absolutely wonderful. I'll tell you about it next week. Yeah. There are non-zombie and nice non-sci-fi books as well. Oh, tons. Yeah, tons. AudibleTrial.com slash IOPanel. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Forgets you. <laughs> Perfect. And by gets you, we mean Michael's gonna come to your house and fucking beat you about the head with a hard car hard copy book. It's not a threat, it's a promise. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Alright, guys. Bye. Bye. Ciao.